We can access the game now. Yeah, everyone should be able to get in. Also, I feel really bad. There's this guy that I follow on Instagram who loves making D&D music that is free and uh, available to be used on streams slash YouTube. And I have tried out his music. I don't like it. It's not. Aww. I mean, that's nothing to feel bad about. You have your own preferences. It's not. Uh, it doesn't work for me. So I have. I like added a bunch of it to all of my D&D playlists. And, and slowly, I'll be like listening to the music, and I don't DJ very actively, I just shuffle, and I have things sorted. And like his songs will come up, and I'll be like, this just doesn't sound right. And I'll go look, and it's always his stuff, and I'm like, yikes. Anyway. Well, I mean, would it give him like monetary support with you just downloading it in general? Um, I mean, I, I, I'm... A Patreon follower of his, and I give him like a dollar a month, which I think is, you know. I have like one song in one of the playlists that I have allowed to stay, and that's it. So for a dollar a month, sure, I'll support a guy who does a lot of music. Anyway, who wants to recap last time, which was the 24th of, or not, correction, the 10th of April? You guys. Yeah, I've got notes. How do you? Okay, I'm sure it comes as no surprise to you. It does not. We right, got so... no light and promised not to kill people, and then we killed them all. Yeah, I think it was a misunderstanding. We thought that it would be okay to kill them, they'd get healed up afterwards, you know? He said in plain words, in plain common, don't kill these guys. Yeah, that was but it was a misunderstanding. Was like, I feel like that's more a suggestion, you know? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's knocked unconscious and then there's dead dead. And I thought they were just going to be the knocked unconscious kind of thing. They go down, we pump some points into them and, and uh, they're back up and and good to go. I mean, it's really their fault for not having a cleric. Right? You guys did murder their one spellcaster in about three seconds, so you don't know what they could have done. That was a maid, <laughs> not a cleric. We checked. But I did get their spell book and a nice rock, so can't be too mad about everyone murking people. Yes, the mage no. hunter strikes again. Really living up to that necromancy. So yeah. yes, you guys did. Yeah. You guys marked the Tidesgate Terrors. You lost a bunch of money on that because uh, they did not pay you. We only lost, so we paid 100, right? And we got, no, 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 we paid 200, we got 40 back, so we lost 160. Um, we did learn about the disappearances a little bit more. Apparently, like, the guards have been dealing with refu refugees, and there's been disappearances. Um, they'll take people in the night, like, whole families at random. 
Um, did meet Rantharm, the mortician. Uh, didn't find out much except for um, there was this one dude that got, big word, exsanguinated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so basically that's a, that's a weird thing. And he had some runes on him, like some sort of creepy chest runes sketched on him. Uh, yeah, most of the time we just find out that refugees will just get stabbed, robbed, or fall off a rock and die. Didn't so, it, it was a tiefling, right? Didn't he have his th throat cut? Because I had that his yeah. throat was cut and there was some type of like ritual thing that had been wiped off. Yeah, so he was, it was like, uh, his throat paint. was cut. And he uh, did have like this rune on his chest. And then and, I was uh, able yeah. to write it down, I think. Yeah, yeah, I got the, the Demitari copied down the runes. And as far as I'm aware, that's the only, like, one that had something going on like that. Well, they hadn't found the dead bodies, right? Like, they're disappearing. That was the first dead body that we examined. Because um, Onyx and Javid went to talk to Gregor, who was the person who was running around saying that guards were taking refugees and he said that he had actually seen some guards come in the middle of the night and take some refugees Th those guards were different than the guards who had placed them in there yeah that sounds right funny. and it seems uh, to only be happening from level seven because Azriel, who lives on level six talked to all her neighbors and they haven't seen anything and uh Snow and I tried to get ourselves taken in it, taken up as refugees and placed by the guards, and they wouldn't wouldn't do that. I don't know what's up with that. You talked I to can... the wrong level guards. Those were the guards on level six, not the guards on level four. Oh, and uh, the cat lady is missing one of her cats. Very important. Probably got eaten and... by one of the monsters in the Underdark. You think a refugee and, uh, could have eaten the cat? Probably. That could happen, too. Depends on how good the humanitarian aid is. Oh, and all dwarven baked goods are poison. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they're made with this mushroom that is apparently Anomical. poisonous. Didn't somebody take... Oh, wait. I think I took one. No. So you took one and, and you gave it to the mortician. Azrael right, actually ate right. one and was poisoned. Um, and something else that I wrote down was the paint, like, that had the rune for the tiefling was also on the wound on his neck. Yeah. Yeah. The paint was on the neck. Okay, so you guys did some investigating. Um, at the end of that, uh, remind me... Um... So everybody except for Javid, so Azrael went home and, and to sleep. Everybody else took a kind of open, unused house sitting on the sixth level because apparently there's lots of them just laying around, so they just decided to sleep there. Except for Javid, who's too good for the sixth level and went up to the seven, <laughs> or the third level um, to sleep at the Fortune Hunters. Um, hey, hot showers. Yeah. What? There, there's hot showers in the sixth level? In the abandoned houses? I don't think so. 
you just have to make it work for yourself. It's, it, you know, it's called take some initiative. Stop being so pampered. <laughs> I'm going to get my dues worth out of this organization. I can understand that. Also, Ezra had a bad dream. Yeah. Because, oh, I should mention, Azrael was charmed, although I don't know if anyone realized that Azrael was charmed by her symbiotic being who wanted her to suck the life out of the last remaining um, fighter. And uh, when she didn't want to, it basically charmed her and made her do that. But luckily, no one saw her, you know, bring her bangs out because she was pretty good at her slide of bang. <laughs> so we didn't weird out the entire auditorium. You had like energy vampire powers. I do have energy vampire. Oh, so you like actually suck blood? No, 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 energy. Okay. It's called Bang Bite. Like, that's, that's what the mechanics are called. So I imagine that it kind of, like, goes through the fangs. I don't know. But not blood energy. Okay, so everyone um, should be completing a long rest here. Uh... Demetari, you are in the abandoned house with the other guys, I believe. Onox, I think, is okay. the only one. With, I think Snow also went with you, and Ryer. Yeah, everybody oh. but Javid. I didn't realize we were all in the same house. I thought you guys went to separate houses. Ah! Yeah, I think it was Onox and I, because we fought over like who would get the bed. And, like, I think Snow and Briar went on their own, like, to a different house. Okay. Yeah, so there's three houses in total. It's Azriel, and then Onox and Demitari, and then Snow and Briar, and Javid went upstairs. Got it. All right. Also, uh... Javid went back to the fortune hunters because he wants to um, talk to uh, Bromus some more about the uh, the mission. Got it. All right. I also think we agreed to meet up at the fortune hunters in the morning. Okay. Sounds good. Demetari. As you sleep, you dream yourself sitting in a meadow. The grass is brown and stale. Around you there are leafless trees dotting the landscape, slightly rolling hills. An orange twilight as sunset approaches in the distance. On your shoulder is Wanda, preening herself. You hear this kind of trilling chirp behind you and as you kind of look over your shoulder from where you're seated in the grass uh, licking its paw is a small black cat it kind of looks up at you kind of flicks an ear in your direction its eyes are blue 
The cat kind of begins licking its paws again, it shuffles the wings on its back, and then comes over and curls up in your lap. Wanda kind of looks at this new visitor and then up at you. The uh, visiting Tressim begins purring. Can't hear you. Gampy? The cat kind of uh, lifts its head, slowly blinks its eyes at you, lets out a soft meow, and then uh, goes back to purring. How are you here? Where have you been? He just kind of looks up at you and you feel as though somehow someone has returned him to you. Wanda kind of looks at for you second, gives you this this knowing nod, kind of unfurls her wings and begins flying upwards, kind of circling off into the distance. And you are left with Gamby, your Tressim. You wake in the hovel, and at the foot of the bed, in Wanda's place, is a pure white cat with white wings. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you're really here. It wasn't just a dream. And like, I'm just gonna like, hug him. Yeah. <sighs> Purrs in your arms. Which is a very good cat. Although it's technically a Tressum. I think yeah. you have the stat block for it. Uh, yes, I do. It's a, it's prepped. Prepped and ready to go. <laughs> okay. Is it like undead or? So he yes. Um, hang on. I wrote it down. So basically, he's completely void of color, like. Pale gums, pale tongue, like, doesn't seem like he's got a drop of blood in his body. Um, but his eyes, like, instead of being that blue, they're now a little bulbous and cloudy. Um, and they do have, like, this royal blue tint, which is odd, because his eyes were green before. Um, but it, it reminds me of someone, so I, I feel like I kind of know who sent him my way. So you traded the creepy owl for a creepy kitty? Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad it's still on brand. Alright. Alright. The rest of you finish up your your rests, your morning routines. Where are you guys headed? I believe you guys all said you wanted to go to the Fortune Hunters, Fortune Hunters on the third. Morning comes, Javid. You're uh, waiting in the Great Hall. There are a few other adventuring types who are asleep there, but um, about an hour or so after you awake, 
the rest of your party kind of trickles in and joins you. I feel like uh, Javid would have gotten up early and, and been uh, practicing martial arts in a dojo. Okay. There are a few of those. Um, there's like a pal for you to practice like blade strikes on and uh, some targets for arrow practice, that sort of thing. Marksmanship. Uh, you could be practicing on. Yeah. So is uh, Brahmas around? Oh, Brahmas is always around. All right. Well, um, as soon as, as uh, people show up, I'll say, let's... Uh, Let's go meet Promise. Uh, let him know what we're learning, that we're on the uh, task, and if there's anything further uh, to be shared with us, maybe uh, uh, contact in the guard. Maybe uh, somebody knows something about these different guards. So we'll uh, go look up promise and and uh, so he got his own little uh yeah, he's kind of got a back office there. all right when the place isn't you know a big old party um he, he has a back office where he deals with payment and paperwork and uh keeping track of who's on what's job that sort of thing mm-hmm. you approach him as he's uh he's, he's kind of filling out uh, a document it appears to be some kind of record of uh, possibly a job being completed. He sets down the quill. Uh, what can I do for you? Did you uh, figure out uh, what was uh, kidnapping all those uh, refugees and whatnot? No, we haven't. But uh, promise we're we're on it. We've made investigations and uh, inquiries. Um, what do you know about uh, different? bands of the the um the guards uh here in Toravir deep uh, we've we've heard rumors that one band of of guards is settling the refugees and another band is dis- disappearing them i neat keep on at it i don't know what to tell you all right i thought but maybe with uh, your ear to the ground and as many uh, different uh, forms of input you've got that you might have heard any anything about uh, scuttlebutt of maybe a um, rogue uh, group of guards is uh, running around or someone pretending to be guards. Uh... You're you're pretty well connected. One of my guys who came back from uh, cluttering out uh, a nest of goblins down in the Undercity uh, like a couple days ago did say that they had mentioned offhand that they had run into a couple guards who were acting weird, but that's like, what, two guards? You know, it's a city of 
thousands of people. Who knows how useful that was, but I did hear of that offhand. Well, it helps that uh, we appear to be on the uh, headed in the right direction by investigating the uh, the Undercity. Uh, I mean, I could be giving you a complete red herring right now. I had no idea. I haven't gone down there in months. Well, no. Would not expect you to go down there. Ever disreputable place like that. A, a uh, man of, of your stature. Hey, I'm from down there. Don't you talk bad about it. <laughs> come on, you've, you've come up in the world. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, couldn't, couldn't be good for your reputation to be seen in, in the seedy uh, underbelly of the city. I have no idea what you're talking about. His mother that way. Yeah, my mom lives down there. How dare you say that? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it sounds like uh, we need to dig around more in the uh, seventh level, and perhaps even in the whatever passes for catacombs below. Yeah, there's a lot of those uh, twisty old networks of whatnot uh, goodness down. There. But, you know, if there's guards kidnapping people, then, uh, I don't know, you could uh, try to get kidnapped. That'd be a good way to figure out what's going on. Well, kind of kind of tried that, and uh, yeah, maybe we didn't get enough time. We'll, we'll try that again. Well, I don't know. What did you do? Hung out and looked uh, vulnerable. I guess we weren't vulnerable looking enough. Maybe you didn't, uh, you know, alert the right guards. I don't know. Yeah, we definitely didn't work the right guards. Anyway, I gotta get back to some paperwork. Uh, you know, yeah, good luck. Uh, we need to get back to our investigation. Time is money, and if you're here any longer, I will charge you a consulting fee on this one, so you don't want that. Yeah. No, definitely not. I know what your fees are like. Oh yeah, I would wipe you clean. All right, so uh, having learned what we could from Brumus, I suggest we um, get a, a hearty breakfast in the guild hall if you haven't uh, haven't already, and then we go uh, scout out the, the bowels of the city. Uh, Quick question: Does Ashwell have a new tattoo? Uh, did, did you check? Well, I'm sure she probably, you know, has a, a cleaning ritual. Uh, do you have a mirror? No, she wouldn't have a mirror. Alright, not that you would notice. Okay. So we're all together at this point? Yeah. yeah. As you guys are uh, leaving, Brahmas is like, Good luck, don't get kidnapped or do whatever it is you're up to. No, we so, do want to get kidnapped. Okay, get on it. All right. So I, I wanted to actually, um, uh, what was the, the tiefling that runs the magical item shop? I yep. wanted to go and talk to him about translating this journal for us. Oh, and I wonder if he knows about the rune. He might. That'd be a good idea. You want to come with me? Uh, yeah. 
Also, DM, how long were we waiting for our stuff, right? Because we had ordered stuff. It was like a day. Okay, so it's probably there. Uh, if you haven't picked up your stuff and you ordered only things that were like common, mm -hmm. then yeah, you can probably go get it. It was uncommon. You can certainly try. Okay, I'll ask him. Oh, all right. um, guys, before we all go, can can we um stop by the the dwarves who was helping make uh, Onox's little dagger as a group? I'm trying to be like super conspicuous, but it's not working. I'm uh, definitely already there because they say come back at first light. The dwarves are hard at work on your uh, dagger. Mm. And that was uh, four, fifth level? Sixth level. Sixth even. All right. I'm pretty sure it was sixth, right? Or was it fifth? The metal workers, the morning star forges are on the fifth level. Fifth, okay. And then the doors that are, or the guards that are placing people into houses, they're on the fourth level? Uh, so they're they're placing people down in, in the... Yeah, but uh, there's... The, you go you go to like the I don't know embassy or whatever on the fourth level right and then they bring you down to the seventh level yeah the fourth level guards are who you end up with when you get put in a house uh, and then they will take you down to like the sixth and seventh level and then the magic item shop is on the second level correct the procurers offices. All right. So, does somebody want to volunteer to get placed in a house? What if we just, in con yeah, what if we just all go, you know, and all get kind of placed in a in Well, I already have a house, so. But do they, but how well do you know the guards? You could pretend to be a, a refugee along with us. And, I mean, I don't know how well we're going to uh, pass off looking like uh, refugees, because we look like a war band, but... Oh, yeah, so if we just have one or two people go and be refugees, and then the others could hide in the house, we don't have to all be refugees. That's true. All right, well, which one of us... Look, the more like refugees. I, I was well, thinking I'm just like Dimitari or the, the least conspicuous, at least. And uh, I, I can look like whatever I want, pretty much. Only I, for an hour, I, right? Well, yeah, for an hour. It's long enough to get placed, and then, yeah, we. I don't know. Who looks the most refugee like? Like, what do the Is refugees look like? What that means. <laughs> yeah. They're mostly human. They're mostly human, so Demitari. Okay, yeah, I'll just hide the, the elfish-type ears. Um, I've got this disguise kit. I rarely get to use it, so why not? Yeah. You should totally do that. Yeah, we need, we need to uh, have two, maybe three of us look like the most malnourished, impoverished uh vulnerable looking uh refugees 
get ourselves placed and uh, then uh, set a trap for whoever might be preying on refugees. Ooh, so I'm proficient with his disguise kit. So so, so when Demetari brings out her disguise kit, I'm going to start, like, trying to put on makeup so she looks like she hasn't, like, you know, kind of, like, cheekbones coming out and, like, just kind right. of, you know, crafted so she looks malnourished. So I you recognize this is counterproductive. are trying to However, make me look dead. I'm not sending my little <laughs> yeah. baby Demetari out without snacks. I know what that All looked right. like, so... <laughs> So I'm gonna I'm gonna make her some some snacks to take with her just in case. All right, what are you cooking for? Um, what kind of muffins do you want this time? Wait, what are my options? Uh, there's options. Yeah, yeah, you can do cranberry, mulberry. Uh, let's see, blueberry. Something bitter. That sounds delicious. Okay, so cranberry. I think we're doing cranberry. Sure thing. All right, I'm gonna make her some cranberry muffins to take with her. Nice. All right. You can't get potentially kidnapped without a snack, you know? Can I get the, uh, whoever's doing the disguise kit, can I get a, uh, I guess a dex, because it's proficiency with it, so that'd be, I guess, a dexterity check with your proficiency modifier. My proficiency is three, so it'd be 18. Okay. All right, you're able to pretty effectively kind of make her appear a little bit haggard and, and ill and un unfed. Does anyone have a looking glass? All right, well, I'm just going to hope you did well. How do, how do I look? And I don't I'm know, just like does, I mean, the, does the fortune hunters have like a mirror in their bathroom? <laughs> uh, probably. Yeah. You look hungry, and I'm gonna press the the muffins into your hands. <laughs> Just a little satchel of muffins. This uh, is awesome. I look great. Right. Wrap them up. We don't we don't want muffin smells coming from a starving. Oh yeah, they're in, a, they're in like a little uh, beeswax wrapping. You know, they're they're all good. They probably won't be stinking. Uh, um, while Azrael was doing my makeup, I'm going to like introduce the Tressum like. Hey guys, by the way, this this guy, this is Gamby. Um he he's actually from my childhood. He was my like one of my cats. And fun fact, the first animal I ever or the first living thing I ever um saw dead. You hear me now. This this is a a dead cat. Um why are we like seeing this? Can I insight the the cat? Do, do, is yeah. it some like you know malevolent bay creature that's trying to pretend to be her cat? Uh, yeah, sure, you can insight check. He didn't used to look this way, um, but I think he looks much better now. <laughs> he seems to be an otherwise harmless cat. He's been sitting on her shoulder the whole time, just like looking at the rest of you. And as you get, like, closer and try to inspect this cat, he goes, and, like, lashes out at you. Totally normal reaction for animals with Azrael, so she's not based. 
Yeah, dude, no, like, puppy's gonna no. take off after that kitty cat. They're friends! Yeah. I take the brush and I, like, kind of, like, claw at the thing to just, like, shoo it. Shoo, shoo. <laughs> the cat, like, unfurls his wings and kind of, like, flies off to uh, the top of, like, a cupboard or something. Um, if you were to speak with uh, Gamby, uh, what would you want to say or learn? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, can you ask him how it felt to die? No, I can certainly do that. And uh, so I cast... That it was wonderful. Uh, beast sense on myself. Whoops. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, no, not beast sense. That's that's the wrong one. Not beast sense. Uh, it was sneak with animals. Undo, undo, undo. Um... Well, before you do that, I will tell you that he is not a beast. Oh. So. Well. But I mean, I can ask him. Right? I mean, he's my familiar. Yeah. Alright, I'm asking him. Out loud, in front of everyone. Like, not even mind. Just... What did it feel like? Mm -hmm. And also, what the fuck happened? You were just laying in the garden mm -hmm. one day, a little empty husk, and you were gone for so long, and now you're back, and I'm happy you're back. But, like, what, how? what happened? Yes, how, how is it that uh, Gambia is, is back from the dead? It is alive, right, and not undead? That's a DM question, actually. I don't know how he wants to play that. I'm sorry, what was your question? Is Gamby undead? No. It is a living creature? He's not. Well, he's neither alive nor alive. He is a magically conjured being via the uh, familiar spell. Oh. Aren't they fey in origin? Uh, he's a monstrosity, technically. Okay. Wait, I thought the options was Fey, Fiend, and Celestial. Where does the monstrosity come in? Um, you can also, with DM's permission, use a Tressum as a familiar. Oh, and the Tressum itself is monstrosity. Correct. Okay. So what was your question for Gamby? Um, I wanted to know... Like, how, how he died, and also, like, what did it feel like? I ate rat poison. It was unpleasant. Well, I'm... I'm glad you're back now. I mean, did the taste itself go okay? Or, like, did you... We were feeding you just fine! What? Why are you eating rat poison? I wanted to see what it tasted like. Well, I bet now you could try whatever you wanted to and nothing will happen, so you're in a good spot. Oh, I Ooh. intend to. 
Oh, speaking of, and I'll break him off a little piece of the cranberry muffin. He smells it and he goes, Bleh! does that cat thing. <laughs> okay. Do not do that wow. in front of, front of fire ever. Do not. <laughs> I'll let puppy eat you, you little shit. Quick question. Does Briar eat cats? Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's a delicacy. Briar? You eat whatever you can get in the Feywild. But I don't know that. So... This is just a cat you can make chicken wings with, so this is fine. <laughs> it's a twofer. <laughs> it's its very own serpent turf. No, It'd that's probably not be it. pretty uh, dry. <laughs> Considering yeah. there's like no fluid yeah. in his body. You have to fatten Some him blue up. Blue cheese, it'll make it fine. Alright. So, uh, Onux. The dwarves are awaiting your arrival at the Morningstar Forges. They take the uh, the knife from you and are very excited to get along with the work. There's two of them who are working on it. You can see they're just like hammering away, and one of them is like kind of like chiseling some things for you. There's another one in the corner that you can see who's like taking some measurements, and he's got goggles on, and he's hammering it leather. Uh. Are they working? Are they just working on the knife or the breastplate as well? Uh, there's a few rooms to Morningstar Forges. Um, if you would like wander off, you could probably go look. But these guys aren't working on your breastplate. Okay, I'm gonna go over to the guy that's like uh, working on the leather and just kind of like look at what he's doing and be like, "What's up? Have you met any of the guards down here?" Ah, uh, no, sorry. You can see that he's making you a little sheath for your for your knife. Uh, Designed to be like tucked around a belt. Oh no! Just had a weird run in. They seem to be fining people for random things these days. Mm. Uh, what level were you on? Down here, six. Well, that's a level down. But I don't know. Everyone's kind of jumpy these days with the war. Uh, the refugees been hearing rumors of refugees ending up missing, guards fining people for no reason. I did hear that about the refugees. That's uh, some wild stuff. But you where know, could they, where could they even go down here? Well, there's uh, under catacombs and whatnot. Uh, it's a pretty gnarly spot down there. People go missing all the time. Oh. Well, maybe they just took a wrong turn and they're waiting to be found. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? You know, could have gotten cave-ins. I don't know. Most of the under catacombs are, uh, like, well, well traveled, whatnot. Uh, the miners' guild and all that. Um, but, but there was, uh, sorry, uh, drinking a lot last night. <laughs> there was uh, one. Um, uh, what was it? There was like a cave in or something, or an earthquake or something down there, like a month or two ago. It closed off a bunch of passageways, opened up a few others. That was kind of interesting. So they're still dealing with that. The Pathfinders are up to stuff down there. Neat things. Anyway, you like the look of this? And he hands you what's, you know, the half-made little sheath. Uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, and then I kind of, like, lift up my back flap of my skirt and show him the sheath that's already there. It's like, I oh. need it to replace it right here. So can you, like, make it fit right here? Uh, yep. 
just bare cheeking it, trying to show him my uh, my sheath. <laughs> I've never seen that before, but I can definitely. Do you want to give me that one so I can uh, just you know make it a fancier, but uh, you know, same thing, same style. So I'll undo it, and it's like the way it's tied in is like there's one strap that goes around my waist that kind of like feeds into my skirt, and then there's one strap that like goes, it's like a slip that goes on my tail, and I tie it off on my tail so it doesn't move. Hmm, okay. He takes the two of them and, and starts kind of duplicating the design. I'm just going to kind of bebop around for a few minutes and then wander up to the guys who are working on the on my dagger. Be like, I've heard uh, I've heard good things about these pathfinders. Where can I get in touch with those guys? Uh lead lead pathfinders on the 7th level. That's where you'll find most of their offices. Oh, fair enough. I'll have to give them a look after you guys fix me up. Hi, they're the ones that do the delvers. The uh, the master pathfinder, as he is referred to, of the uh, Delvers Guild, uh, is is on that level. What uh, what are you looking for specifically? I uh, just heard cool things. Uh, new pathways have opened up. I haven't been down here in some time, so I wanted to go kind of take a look around. Oh well, there's so many passages. Uh, there's only a few major ones, but uh, you know the uh, minor ones. It's neat for some travel if you're a sturdy fella who, uh, you know, won't get it. I just kind of, like, do the, 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 the peck pop, like the Dwayne the Rock, just the peck pop. Like, I think I got it covered. <laughs> okay. You do the smolder look, too. Yeah, just the, the one eyebrow, the smolder. Uh, then I'm just going to kind of, like, bebop around and watch them work. All right, there. They're working. You can tell that it, they probably won't be working on it for much longer, maybe in a couple more hours. They've uh, taken it out, and you can see one of them's, like, setting up a... Uh, uh, sharpening the wheel to, you know, whetstone and to sharpen your blade. Uh, Asriel, you are going up to talk to Entropy. That's correct. Um, and I d was Demetari coming with her? Um, so, but before we leave the um, blacksmithing area, I'm going to find the, like, sneak away, find uh, the dwarf. And I, don't, him. I think it's We're, just... No. Yeah. Oh, so I just don't like... Okay, you, you could have, if you wanted to, have just gone and followed Onyx. I suppose um, that was what Demetari wanted. No, it's like, I've been, like, um, initially I was like, we should all go together. And I, I guess I got confused. So I'll wait till we're all together before I deal with that. So yeah, no, I'll go with you, Azriel. Okay. Are you already all made up as a, a gaunt little refugee? Yeah, it looks yep. so nice. Yeah, she looks like she should get placed in a camp somewhere. So is it going to be tricky for you to get into the uh, the fancy place? I mean, Azrael's with her, and Azrael looks like her normal self. I could also cast Disguise Self on Demetari to make her, for an hour, <laughs> look, you know, rich, 
And then when that falls off, then she just, you know, looks, you know, malnourished. Okay. So how about we do that? I'm going to make her look like a very rich, wealthy human. All right. It's just Demetari, but now she's wearing these, like, elegant robes of, like, gold and silver. She looks, you know, wealthy. Ew. What did you do, Azriel? Looks disgusting. I liked the other look more. Shrug my shoulders. <sighs> Let's get this over with. Alright. So, Demetari and Javid, you're going to go talk to the uh, dwarves on the fourth level? Um... You mean the uh, the getting placed as refugees part? Yes. I thought we were going to place Demetari, or or were one of you going to also separately get placed? Uh, I sort of thought we'd we'd go as a uh, a little group. Uh, you you did up Demetari. I'll I'll disguise myself. We'll we'll. Um... Snow also probably looks like a refugee. I mean. Do you guys want to get placed together, or do you want separate placements to increase the likelihood of getting kidnapped? Well, mm. if we separate, then that would be separate people having to watch the house. And if one of us do yeah. get kidnapped, lower chances of us actually fighting off the people trying to kill yeah, us. So to, you guys want to get placed like... together then, the three of you? Yeah. So an, an, so 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 let me so a human, an elf, and a cat. Want to get placed together? <laughs> well, I'm Kalistar, like human. so we I found mean, each other on the road when we were separated from our families. Say again. How old's your character? How old? Yeah. Uh, late twenties. Okay, so I mean, we could pretend to be a couple. I, mean, I guess I look like whatever I want. Oh, yeah. And then, I mean, we're helping out our tabaxi mm. friend or something? Yeah. Um, you know, I, I could be um, uh, grandpa, old and frail and, and uh, vulnerable looking. That could work. And uh, no, it's just uh, children. somebody we, we picked up on the road. Yeah, I like that. Like grandpa, two adopted children. That'll I sure. think that'll work. Alright. Thanks, Pops. But, but that's that's after you've uh, find out what you need to at the procurer's order. I'm not gonna call you dad. Not even if there's a fire. Yeah, I'm wondering if this is, like, grandpa or, like, trafficking situation, you know? Ooh! Like, are you gonna set off some red flags? 50-50! Okay. Yeah, we can give off some creepy trafficker vibes. I don't know if you want to give off those vibes in order to get kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, more like right? fragile, old, caring man. Let's go with that. I think the best kidnapping, like... To get kidnapped vibes here would be defenseless and full of blood. 
those are the vibes you want, I think. Mm hmm Yeah, so I mean, not, not, no, no leaking blood, right? We don't want to be... You definitely want to make sure that you emphasize that you all... have all of the blood you're supposed to have. And in all the right places. Just, like, Correct. stretch out your neck and be like, ooh, my veins, you know? <laughs> Alright, so pat my uh, my arm here. Look at that. Look yeah. at that. Pop some veins You're and like be like, ancient oh. ancient man with, like, the, the, the yeah, rippling arm veins. <laughs> yeah, disguise self with, like, big bulging veins. Mm -hmm. Ruddy. I'm gonna be ruddy. Just, like, spontaneous nosebleed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I just have so much blood, it's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, are, are we are we doing this this uh, bit now? Have you gotten what you well, need I did to? Wanna, from... I did want to go talk to and try to get the journal, because we wanted to have the journal translated and see if he yeah. recognized the ruin. Or the, yeah, do that, and then, the... then we'll go try the, the stakeout thing. Arcane Rue. Okay, is anyone else coming up to the second level, or is it just Cemetery and Azrael? Yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll meet you down below. We're gonna go find Onyx and see how he's getting along. So Azrael's going up to talk to Entropy with Demetari, who looks wealthy. The two of you, with Dimitari looking sufficiently wealthy, kind of snake your way up to the second level, past groups of dwarves and humans and other individuals kind of going about their business. And you enter through the door into the Procurer's Order. Uh, the tiefling entropy is kind of standing in front of the desk, uh, folding up some kind of package that has been handed to him. In front of him, there is a rather wealthy-looking, kind of middle-aged human man who kind of gives him a bow and just kind of turns and, uh, good morning, and walks past you out the door. Entropy turns towards you. What can I do for you? Uh, a couple things. So, I, I was here yesterday. I had ordered a, a cloak of protection. Is that ready? It is not. We had to outsource some of our workers to uh, one of the other cities. That should be here soon. Uh, check back maybe tomorrow or the next day. Is there Kinda anything like else I can do for you? Side eye, like looking angry. Well, do you do you speak infernal? That's kind of racist <laughs> of you to ask, but I'm, I'm yes, asking. I do. Because I need someone who speaks Infernal. I'm not assuming you speak Infernal. I'm asking. Uh -huh. Yes, I do speak Infernal. Do you translate as part of a paid service? We do, in fact. So I pull out the um, the journal. Do you show it to him? Yeah, I, I show it to him. 200 gold. For translation service. Translation services that include uh, all manner of uh, checking it against other sources within our library. 
We'll let you know if this is a unique item or something less common. Can I insight? Is he basically raking me over the coals? Yeah, sure, you can insight check him. Um, I mean, it might be a little expensive, but if they actually do, like, provide more than just a literal translation, then it's not something you're going to be able to get anywhere else. You're, you're paying for a unique service that is not just translation, essentially. It is, it is very expensive, though. So, so I'm just going to look in my... Okay. So 200 gold, you'll translate this book, and and then I kind of like kind of grab Demetari, and and you'll look and translate this arcane rune. Make a persuasion check. If I smile real big, would that help her in any way? You know, like she looks wealthy, look you friendly. Know. What is it you wish to have translated a rune? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I found this in a really weird spot in one of the lower levels. Um, and, you know, I, I find myself to just constantly like to, to be educated, you know, that that's what gets us far in life. So anyway, this piece of paper um, is just one little baby rune. Um, and I would just be curious to know what it says. He kind of uh, looks at the rune for. Uh, kind of. Reading it, examining it. He, he kind of sets it down on the table, reaches under the desk. You see him flip through a couple books underneath that for a second. Uh, just. It kind of cross checks. Kind of pops his head back up. It will still be 200 gold for the translation. However, this is a specific sylvan rune. Uh, it is a binding rune. You will not find this in many circles. Is that bad? It seems like you know, know a little bit. What is... I mean, I don't know if this should be out of character, but what's a binding rune? Like, would I know that? You make our kind of check. Um, you would know probably that binding runes, not necessarily this specific one, but in general, you know, you could use them to like trap things or prevent things from moving or gain control of things kind of more generally, just those ideas. Uh, whether or not what specifically this rune does would be unclear. Oh, um, well, I appreciate you looking at it. You said it would be hard to find, um, this sort of thing, but do you know anyone who does speak Sylvan or could potentially help me out a little further? Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> do I know that Javid speaks Sylvan? 
I think Briar actually sung in Sylvan. You would probably know that Briar absolutely speaks Sylvan. That is definitely oh, okay. her native tongue. Oh, shoot. Okay. Never mind. You know what? I just remembered. Um, I actually have a friend who can speak it. So, yeah, I'm good. Thank you so much, anyways. Sylvan is the language of Fae, is what you would also know. So... I'll hand him the book. I'll hand him $100 or 100 gold as a deposit. And I'm going to look him right in the eye. And I say, I, I don't let cheats get away with it. I do not understand your question. But if you are threatening me, I do not appreciate it. That is not a threat. That is a fact. Mm -hmm. Very well. Have a nice day. And he takes the book and sets it on the other side of the desk. You may return to have your book translated in one week. Just kind of nod. And then I whisper to Demetari, I don't think I have the overdrive. I mean, he seemed nice enough to me. I, I didn't have to pay anything. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh, do you think he would knock some pay off if we gave him one of these muffins? Does he look like he likes muffins? I should have thought of that. Well, you know what? You only gave him half. Next time, we'll have Briar make like a whole basket. <gasps> Wait a second. Hey, um, just out of curiosity, like, do you have any particularly favorite baked goods? I'm allergic. <laughs> I have a <laughs> gluten <laughs> intolerance. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't have a favorite food just knowledge uh make a persuasion check i'll let, let you have advantage because he's confused <laughs> well, there you go oh, there i'm learning go. all about his favorite foods uh I enjoy um, uh, elk jerky. As the DM quickly <laughs> Yes, elk jerky is one of my favorites. Good, good choice. I could see that. Well, anyway, um, it was nice learning about you. I hope you have a good one. And then I'm just gonna, like, casually stroll away with Azrael. Alright. This very strange, rich woman who's come in there and pestered him about his favorite foods disappears out of the establishment. You do look familiar to him, because I'm pretty sure he saw you yesterday, but... Whatever. That's weird. I mean, she just looks fancy. so wealthy that he mm -hmm. can't he doesn't recognize her. He can't make the connection. There's no way. Yeah, it's like how Cinderella's sisters don't recognize her when she's wearing a dress, you know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Just so fancy. Like, who is this woman? Alright. What are the rest of you guys doing? So uh, is it Snow, Javid, and then uh destitute Dimitari going to visit the dwarves to get allocated. Yeah. Yeah, we're uh 
going to find a, uh, our uh, billet and um, right before um, we approach the uh, the guard station or whatever I will cast disguise self on myself disguised as a, a um, uh, elderly human um, gaunt but full of blood all right a rather veiny elderly human along with uh, destitute dimitari and regular looking snow approach the uh following the directions from you the people you approach one of the major kind of guard locations here on the fourth level um, wait wait can i make snow look matted like can i like kind of like kind of take his fur a little bit and like put like dirt in it and like make it look like you know he he hasn't cleaned in a while sure go ahead and give me a uh, Ooh, I can help. Your... Can I help? Yeah. Sure, absolutely. I bat her hand. Why don't you just rub her like the her back against him and just like wiggle around? Yeah, that's all I'm gonna that's do. Just, like, I'm gonna flick my wings at him and just like flick all of the mud that I have coated on me right. onto him. Okay, you guys can go ahead and give me a check with the uh, disguise kit with advantage. I ain't about it. I'm gonna try to avoid it. All right, I guess it's a straight roll. All right, well it was an at twenty, so get fucked. I like hold you down as like Briar like kind of rubs and like sticks mud at you. Yeah, you're just like <laughs> covered in mud and you're like trying like, to get away. Stop resisting! <laughs> Briar's holding you down, like actively pinning you while they put fur all through your mud or mud all through your fur. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just mud now. Yeah, so the the uh, angry Tabaxi look is is going to uh, help. Uh, sell the the uh, disgruntled refugee uh, appearance. Yeah, you look disgruntled for sure. By the time you get to the uh, uh, guard station, you can see that there are a few other people that are kind of like trickling in, and then they're being led out by little packs of guards. Um, there are guards around the the door and like the steps leading up to it that are wearing kind of like the full plate that most of the guards wear, but the ones that are like leading them down to the lower city are wearing uh, more reserved outfits, like just a just a breastplate and like, you know, linen clothes. Uh, just like lighter. Tabards. What? Tabards? Yeah, just, you know, they look more like uh, administrative officers than they do like actual guards, but they're wearing the same kind of well-crafted dwarven outfit. Uh, as you guys approach, there's uh, one of the guards out in front. He kind of... All right, uh, refugees. We were told that there would be housing for us. Okay. Can you help us out here? We've yeah. been on the road for so long. No, it's all right. You'll have housing. I'm... Don't worry, old man. I'm starving, but full of blood. All right. Uh, I haven't lost any of my blood. I don't know what that means, but uh, good to hear it. You should keep all of your blood. That is good. That is a it's thing. Mine, should... you know. Sorry, it's been a long trip. He's. I think he's a little dehydrated. But apparently, no, full of blood is, is fresh. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's, that helps remind him how alive he is. Alright. He pulled on to it. Hold on a second. He kind of pokes his head inside the door, and you hear him kind of say a few words in, you know, broken dwarvish, just so you can hear a couple of the, the words here and there. And then uh, one of the administrative dwarves comes out, and he's like, Alright, uh, the name is Belmere Goldenbreaker. I'll be escorting you to one of your houses on the lower level. And he's got, like, a little, like, stone clipboard, and he, like, flips through, like, some pieces of stone tablet. All right, follow me. And he starts leading you down, and as That's he's... That's the class, Sarah. Haven't been fed in a day or so. Aha. You spry uh, little, little, uh, mountain people. Uh, we're, we're under mountain people, you know, we're yes, not, uh... That's what I meant. All right, uh... Greetings, visitors to the great city of Tor. My name is Beldmere Goldenbreaker. I will be your tour guide here for the day. And he starts, like, pointing out things. And he's giving you guys, like, safety advice. He's like, don't approach the edge of the thing. You will fall over and perish. We will not be able to save you. Uh, don't go too far. Don't go too deep. Stay away from any of the... And he's, like, he's kind of like, you know, keep your hands and uh, feet inside of the ride at all times type discussion as he's like telling you guys how to not get murdered in tour of your keep away from some of the lower levels stay away from arkland's alehouse you will get stabbed uh stay away from uh you know other locations uh keep your coin purse hidden lock your vehicle when you leave hide your goods that sort of thing <laughs> don't don't display your uh flaunt your your uh, possessions and exactly uh, I will be placing you on the seventh level. This is the deepest level of Torvir Deep. You will go up, never down. Do you understand? What happens if we go down? Uh, you will get eaten, and uh, we will not be responsible for what happens to you. The guards so on the there, seventh there level... Is, there is something down, then, you're saying? Yes, there's always something down. You can always go deeper. But we're not supposed to. Right, and, you know, you look, apparently, as you keep saying, rather delicious, so the monsters down there will eat you. Didn't say I was delicious. What monsters? I'm There's all kinds of things down there. I am not a Delver, nor have I been a member of the Delvers, so I cannot say exactly what is down there, but I hear horrible things, lots of teeth, and it's dark. Good luck. And, okay. uh... Uh, no speaking of dark, I don't have uh, night vision or anything, so there's uh, torches and stuff down there, right? Uh, the lamplighters maintain light on all seven levels, as well as some of our Delver's outposts uh, in the uh, caves beneath. However, beyond that, there will be no light. And where do we go to find food? Uh, on, the, fresh. on the sixth level, at uh, one of the administrator's outposts, they will be handing out food in the morning. Uh, it will be once a day. If you miss it, you miss it. You don't get fed. So best of luck. Uh, I, my understanding is they're coming up with some kind of plan for gainful employment for all of you refugees. But until such time, uh, you will be relying on handouts. If you have any wealth to you at all that you brought from somewhere else, you can always buy your own food. Oh, um, well, if we were wealthy, we wouldn't be refugees, now would we? We'd be staying at a nice hotel. I don't know. Not my business. Good luck. 
And he's kind of like on the seventh level. He's standing in front of this little door. This is yours, I think. Uh, what are your names, by the way? I gotta write them down. Claude. Claude and. Yeah. Uh, my name is uh, is 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 sorry. Sorry. All right. Sure thing. You look like it, and you, sir. Steve. Claude, sorry, and Steve. Good to hear it. Um, I so I know that this is, this is rather forward of me to ask, but um, as you can see, my my father here, he's in um in quite the state. Do you mind just letting? Are you saying I'm demented? It's not dementia. No, 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 not a, not at all. But do you mind um, letting as many guards, people in general, strong men, um, women, know that we could really use some help down here at this house? Um, we, we're really, we're really struggling. Like my own butt, you know. I know that everyone's suffering right now, but um, you know, maybe we can we can repay with a service of some sort. Um, I just I just figured I would ask. Make a persuasion. That was accidental. Sorry. He kind of all right. Um, I will check in with some of the uh, the local outposts, and I will inform them that there is a uh, blood-filled elderly man, uh, his daughter, and a tabaxi who are uh, desperately in need of assistance and uh, unable to fend for themselves. I'm is not stuttering, you know. Look at my mom, but much. I mean, we don't even have a weapon to our name. Like we, this is this seems like a really scary place. So any any help would be appreciated. I'm just in the back picking my teeth with my claws. I'm like <laughs> slightly like like trying to elbow him without him noticing like the our tour guide. Uh all right. Best of luck. And he kind of shuffles away with the uh clipboard. But yeah, the door is unlocked for you guys if you'd like to enter the home that you have been assigned to Claude Sari and Steve. Yes, we'll enter and uh, uh, I assume what what we find is a uh, plain, probably unfurnished. Um, it is spacious. It used to be furnished. However, it is rubble and ruin at this point. There are like section of ceiling that have fallen away and like crushed tables. Um, when you guys enter, there's kind of an entry hallway and then a door that leads off into kind of a main room. There are four little bedrooms that lead off from it. There's another kind of hallway in the rear. There are two uh, small uh, little like cupboards kind of in the rear. Uh, but you guys... Uh, and there is also a back door and then an, a back exit hallway that leads out into, like, a separate alleyway. Um, you guys are on the seventh level, kind of near one of the, like, outer edges of the city. Well, the... I got dibs on this bedroom. Uh, J Javid, I think... Uh, he's gone now. 
Oh, okay. I think you're good. That that sounds like your voice might be getting a little hoarse, but brava, brava. That was <laughs> great, great show. Well, um, so what now? Needed... Now we we wait for someone to um, try and kidnap us. Uh, also, we have to let the rest of our party know that uh, this is where we are. Uh, we could either have some of us wait here and one of us go and find the rest to let them know where we are, or we all go up and let them know and we just leave the place uh, empty for now, which would not be a um, strange or unusual thing for a refugee lodging. No, we could yeah, we didn't bring much exploring the place. Um, and I mean... They only really come for the refugees whenever it's not the hustle and bustle going on, so I think we're safe to try and go find them. Might as well. Yeah, alright, so we'll... Uh, uh, they might not try to kidnap us if there's three of us here, so if we want to, maybe one that... or two stay behind? You think well, that... All three of us, frail, yep. older gentlemen, and me, looking the way I do, is going to be much hassle. They've been taking whole families. Yeah. I know it's at night, too, right? They're taking families at night. Yeah, I guess we got time. Just need to muggle some weapons in here. While they were getting taken, can Briar and Azriel find Captain Smugboot? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I assume he's on the fourth level, right? He is on the fourth level. All right. Wait, so, wait, who are we looking for? Sorry. Captain Smugboot. Ah, okay. The the contact for the person we were supposed to talk to for the job. That's who we're supposed to talk to. Oop. All right. So Asriel and Briar are going to go talk to Captain Smugboot, uh, and then I believe Onyx is still at the... Um... Yeah, he's still at the yeah. uh, armors. Yeah. All right. Roughly around the same time that the rest of the party was led away down to the seventh level to the uh, assigned lodging, uh, Asriel and Briar, you arrive at the guard offices on the fourth level. Um, if asking after Captain Smugboot, you guys would be allowed inside and kind of ex escorted through a few hallways into a small stone office. Um, you know, knocking and entering, being led inside, you can see that it's this like plain little office on the wall. There's all kinds of little like. Uh, scrolls and things kind of like mounted to the wall and there's like huge haphazard web of uh, information written in all like texts and languages you can see that he is tracking on all kinds of like missing persons cases murders other things all over the city some of them date back to you know some of them are old some of them are recent uh he's paying attention to a lot of, of stuff in this city uh captain smugboot himself kind of Sitting on the desk, you can see he's, like, just puffing a little pipe. Um, he's this, like, middle-aged, kind of, like, 
pale skin, full bearded, long flowing hair tied back in a little ponytail, the dwarven breastplate with the sigil of Torvir deep on Alright, uh, who are you? Are you working on my uh, latest job? Yes. Uh, I, I am Azrael. I actually work for the Fortune Hunters. This is Briar. She does not, but she, you know, is, you know, contracted as well. Uh, we have a couple of friends Hi. of ours. Hello. <laughs> There's some friends of ours who uh, are not here, but they are also helping us out. Uh, but we wanted to know what you know about the missing refugees. Uh, well, there have been, over the last month, there have been 15 separate kidnappings of around 40 or so people across the 6th and 7th levels. Uh, the first kidnappings were on the 6th level, or I should say there was one on the 7th, then there were a few on the 6th, and then they've all gone back to the 7th, so that's pretty much where we're focusing our efforts at this point. We think whoever was up to it changed his uh, modus operandi very briefly, and then uh, continued on the seventh level. Uh, who went missing from the sixth level? It was just a random couple of families of, of refugees. Um, it was, I think, uh, the, that one was three humans uh, the first time, and then two humans the second. And is it mostly humans that are disappearing? I mean, it's all kinds of stuff. It doesn't really seem to follow a pattern as far as we can tell. Uh, was there a Typhling that disappeared? There was once. Um, yeah, I have not, uh, have not heard anything about him. So, a friend of ours who, um, she likes morgues. Totally different story. Uh, happened to visit the morgue and saw a Typhling that looked like a refugee. Interesting. I'll have to investigate that. We have not seen any of the bodies of these folks. There have been quite a few of them who've gone missing, so I'd be very interested to find at least one of their bodies. Is there any question. signs of a struggle or anything? Uh, most of them seem to just go missing. Hey, there's no struggle. So, do you, you know, you send guards to check on these. Do you ever send them at night? Uh, to... To check on the refugees. Yes. Uh, not really. We've got regular patrols down there. Uh, my investigators, however, have uh, had some trouble, which was why I contracted out to the fortune hunters. They have not had any luck with it. So we've done some investigating before we talked to you, and we've heard some rumors that the families are being taken by dwarves in... The city of Dovar Deep's, you know, guardic gear at night. Ah, interesting. I hadn't heard that. That would probably explain why my men have had no luck uh, interviewing the refugees. So if someone were to impersonate a guard, how would they get a hold of your uh, gear? Uh, well... I mean, I guess you could steal it from one of our depots. However, uh, to the best of my knowledge, we haven't had any major thefts of any gear, uh, nor have we had any guards go missing, which is an important thing to note in this investigation. So, any of your guards not like refugees? Make a persuasion check. 
Oh, sorry. I rolled with advantage. I didn't mean to. That's fine. Uh, not that I'm aware of. You know, we're pretty welcoming people, I think. Uh, we like to uh, like to make sure everyone's got a place to sleep and a place to eat, a roof over their head, that sort of thing. Can I inside check him? Is he lying? Sure. Go for it. Seems like he's telling the truth. As far as he knows, all of his uh, dwarven compatriots and guards are more than welcome, welcoming of the refugees. How often do you talk to your guards in the 6th and 7th level? Uh, not very often. They have... I, as far as our chain of command goes, uh, they don't fall within mine, so I don't talk to them very much. Who, who is in charge of them? Uh, well, there's uh, Captain uh, Keenback. He's one of the deep, deep, uh, deep captains. He'd be in charge of that. For both the sixth and seventh level. Uh, he'd be the seventh. Uh, in the sixth, Captain Steel Mantle. And, and where do I find these captains? Well, you'll find them at the uh, the main guard posts, uh, which for the seventh level is on the southernmost uh, edge of the city, and on the uh, sixth level is in the the very center. <laughs> Okay. So, how often do you check on these refugees after you place them? Uh, I don't check on them. Our men place them down there, and then they're taken care of by their respective guards on their levels. <laughs> we place them... Only because this is the largest administrative outpost for us. The top three levels are more defensive, and the bottom three levels are more... Uh, they work with the Delvers and the uh, military to make sure the city is defended. But this is our administrative hub. And the Delvers, do they look like normal guards, or do they look They do different? not look like guards at all. Yeah, they, they wear their own garb. As well, the military does not look like guards either. And how often do you check the morgue? Uh, well, we've spoken to them a few times about this, but I haven't heard anything. Right, so you're saying you don't see any bodies, but then you don't check the morgue. The morgue is meant to inform us if they find any that match our specified uh, details. Uh, however... With the flux of refugees, our less-than-stellar tracking of uh, their names, faces, and overall appearances, they arrive, they go missing pretty quickly. Uh, it's hard to say, you know, we're kind of operating off of, oh, I remember this fellow went missing yesterday, that sort of thing. Uh, we don't keep track of them super well. Sounds like you need better administrative control. Well... You're welcome to oversee uh, a daily influx of hundreds of refugees every day and, uh, you know, show me a better system. That sort of thing. <laughs> 
when I retire from hunting bad people, or I should say from hunting the wicked, I might take you up on that. Oh. Sounds good. You're welcome to come back. I'll offer you a job. If there's a, you know, ref refugee problem when you retire. Alright, well, how about we stop bullying the uh, local guys who are trying to help, and let's go interview some folks on the underground. <laughs> do you wanna, do you wanna find Onyx? Maybe, maybe he's done with his weapon. Yeah, let's try. Alright, so you guys are gonna go down to the fifth level and check with the Morningstar forges and talk to Onyx. Yep. Okay. You depart from the administrative guard offices on the fourth level and head down one to meet with Onyx. Around this same time, they have finished forging your dagger and it's matching but new sheath for you, Onyx. Is he still here? Is he still gone? Nah, he, he stepped away for a minute. Um, yeah, he's AFK for a second. Hang on, I'm trying to... To to facilitate just the, the cadence of the game, I'll say that they have given him his dagger and the sheath, um, and that he's able to go with you guys. So, he, he is okay. done with whatever work was required by the guards. Okay. Um, Let's go down to the 7th level and see about asking some of the locals because they said that they have not been so forthcoming with the guards. You guys did oh, talk thought... to the locals on the 7th level and they told you it was the guards who were doing things. Which is why they weren't helping the guards. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I feel like we need to go talk to um, Captain Keenback. I think that's, that's what I wrote down anyways. Um, on the 7th level. Um, to see how they feel about the refugees. Um, okay. Can I stay behind while they go to find um, the rest of the party? Because maybe as a refugee, I can talk to other refugees and um, get some advice, I guess, and see what I can learn from there. Okay. Um, so you're staying to talk to refugees while... Javid and Snow go to find the rest of the party? Yeah. Got it. Uh, I'm going to wait for a second. I've got a pee. Okay. Um, Ezreal and Briar, the two of you, kind of following the directions of everyone, takes you about an hour to kind of go down the few levels and find your way through the city streets. Uh, narrow and, and densely packed as they are. Uh, you find yourselves in front of the guard station on the seventh level, the one where you've been told Captain Keenback resides. In front of it, there is a quartet of guards wearing the full plate, dwarven halberds at the ready, shields kind of slung across their backs. You approach the door. One of the guards calls out, Halt! What's your business? We're looking for Captain Keenback. Aye, and what do you want of him? We wish to speak with him regarding the missing refugees. We are on assignment via Captain Smugboot, via the Fortune Hunters. Make a persuasion check. 
at disadvantage. Unfortunately, we're not allowing any visitors into the offices at this time. We will log your arrival for Captain Keenback to review. Uh, but at this time, no one is to speak with him. Due to the uh, mercurial nature of the status of the city, we will not be uh, allowing any visitors within. Right. So, you're okay then without, or excuse me, uh, hundreds of refugees going missing? I have no comment on this situation. Insight check. Sure. Um, he seems like he just doesn't want to talk to you. Whether or not he is telling the truth or not, or like intentionally obfuscating, you're not. You can't quite tell. He's definitely annoyed, though. Can, can I whisper to Briar? Can I like? Uh, well. Can I just like drag or kind of like walk away and I'll grab Briar and be like, look for a way in. Why are you distract them? I feel like I should do the distracting and you should do the, the looking. <laughs> All right. I can try. Do, do, do you want to do the distracting? Yeah, let me do the distracting. Okay. I'll look for a way in. The dwarf calls out, please don't whisper and collude on the steps of the Garden City. Move along. Move along. He kind of like went around the corner, had a brief discussion. And then... No colluding in public. No Collusion is a, is a crime. Alright. So, Briar, you're going to go distract the guards. Yes. I'm gonna say, excuse me, I really need to pee. Uh. Um. There are public restrooms available around the corner. I can't you... make it around the corner. I have to go now. Can you make a deception check? I will give you advantage. <laughs> okay. Love I'm that. Be like, doing all the dancing and crossing my legs and stuff. <laughs> It's not terrible. <laughs> Hold on a sec. Uh, <sighs> one of the guards kind of look at each other. One of them kind of shrugs and he's, all right, come along, come along. Let's go, let's go. Well, shit, I got it. Wait, I need my friend. <laughs> You're just it. You don't even have to All break right. it. We the... have to go to the bathroom together. Uh, the two guards that are kind of in the, the middle, like, op open one set of the doors and kind of lead you inside. The other two guards kind of shuffle back in and, and close up and shut the door behind you. They start leading you through. Um, what's your passage? Is your is your passive insight eleven? 
Just gotta make sure. Alright. Wait, my passive what? Insight. Insight. It's 11, just, yeah. Okay. They kind of lead you inside around a couple corners. Um, as you travel, you can see a few other guards here and there. They're all just like staring at you. Um, it, it's hard to get a, a, an idea of exactly what they're doing or why, but they definitely are just watching you suspiciously. It kind of leads you into a little tucked away dwarven bathroom where you can do your did you I get like, a hold of Azrael, or is she elsewhere? Um, she would probably be elsewhere. She already scaled the building that's on the roof and looking for a way in. Like there are not, it. there are not roofs okay. of these buildings. the The city is constructed in a way that it's like on each level, it goes from bottom to top, and then it's like a floor, and then the next level. So pretty much every building here, its footprint is a single story. Uh construct there's a few that are able to do kind of like a split construction but overall everything is just a single story and then it fills out its footprint i'm looking for a window then to like okay dive into yeah go ahead and give me a um go ahead and give me a perception check can i guide myself yeah, sure. I might have a little powwow with my puppy. Just bring puppy out and be like, all right, puppy, here's the situation. Uh, we were supposed to be distracting, but we were too too good at it. Um, <laughs> so here's what I need you to do, bud. So we're going we're gonna to go into greased pig initiative, all right? Uh, I need you to run out there and start blinking around, all right? And don't let him catch you no matter what. <laughs> all <right>. Okay? <laughs> That's what we're gonna do. We're just gonna chase around Puppy. Alright. Um, Asriel. Like, oh, my dog! You, like, you like throw the door open and Puppy just, like, blinks a couple feet and just, just like, running like an excited little dog. Um, can I get some uh, acrobatics checks with advantage from Puppy? Yeah, he was made for this. Alright. Azrael, you find this, like, uh, dwarf, dwarven glass and window, and you're able to kind of open it up a little bit and roll inside into this kind of closed, dark office of sorts. There's a few cupboards and, and storage locations, a few barrels here and there. Um, this just looks like, you know, like a almost a broom closet. Cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna close the window. And then I'm going to, like, sneak out and try to find, like, kind of stealthily try to find Captain um, Keenback's office. Okay, can I get a stealth check from you? I mean, technically, can I have advantage because there's a puppy that is currently running havoc in the middle of this thing? Sure. Well, let me see what puppies. I haven't seen the acrobatics check for puppy. Is he rolling the acrobatics? Yeah, and I'll let you do it with advantage.
go ahead and roll. I only see one, so if you want to roll again. There you go. That'll do it. Alright. Puppies, like, like one guard will, like, bend down to try to grab Puppy and just <laughs> appears, you know, a couple of feet in front of him. And the guard's like, ah, what is going on? What is this thing? And, like, all the guards are, like, <laughs> like, armor is shuffling. You, know, you see them, like, slamming into the walls. They try to grab this little blink puppy. Um, they're chasing. Uh, Asriel. Uh, I'm also flying all around, you know, hollering. Oh, my baby! Help oh, me! Yes. Grab my baby! There's my second step. Got it. The as you can like kind of hear like the sound of uh, around the hallway this like echoing commotion of Azrael shouting, the guards like shouting as well, like armor slamming into walls, all kinds of commotion. Um, you like come up to a corner and you like press yourself against it, and you see like two guards just run past you in the direction of the noise. Not paying you any mind. And you're able to begin sneaking your way through the offices. Uh, go ahead and give me a survival. Alright. You find yourself pretty quickly in front of an office that is a little bit higher in. The door is more ornate. Um, everything overall gives you the impression that this is the guard captain's office for this level. Uh, what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to try to open it. It is locked. I'm going to unlock or take out my lockpicks and try to unlock it. Alright, go ahead and give me a check with your lockpicking tool. kind of it clicks open you open it up um, sitting at the desk you can see there is another kind of dwarven uh, captain wearing similar garb to uh, captain smug boot as well kind of like the more reserved but ornate just the breastplate and linens and tabard that sort of thing. He doesn't seem to be paying attention, but he is just kind of sitting there quietly, just staring off kind of into the corner. Um, I'm going to kind of slip my lockpicks in my pocket, and I'm going to close the door, and I'm just going to kind of just nonchalantly walk up to him and be like, Captain Keenback. Uh, what are you doing in here? Uh, I... I am here to speak with you about the missing refugees. Make a persuasion check. I don't know anything about any missing refugees. Yeah, see, I don't believe you. I'm not supposed to have any visitors in here. Did you get lost? How did you come in here? 
Again, I'm here to speak with you about the missing refugees. According to my information, uh, men and women dressed in garb, similar to your own garb, your own garb, are taking refugees in the middle of the night. Are you aware of this? I have heard of this, but there is no accuracy to these rumors. Insight check. Go for it. He seems like he is drunk. Almost. Um, not quite, but he's like not responding as quickly as he could. And he's like. He's definitely not telling the truth, that's for sure. Captain Keenback, you wouldn't be drunk on the job, would you? I wouldn't. And you're not supposed to be in here. I'm gonna. Get the rest of my guards and... I, I'm gonna, like, kind of stand in front of him and be like, Oh, no, 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 we're not done talking about these refugees. Oh, I think we are. And he's gonna, like, kind of try to get past you. Okay, can I kind of, like, try to slip my manacles on him as he's walking by? You can try to grapple him, sure. Yeah. What, is that a strength check? Athletics check? Uh, for you, I think it's athletics. I'm gonna guide myself, cause sure. All right, you're able to kind of grab him and like sh almost shove him back into his seat. He's ah, what are you doing? Again, we're not done talking about these refugees. So, according to my information, your men are taking them in the middle of the night, and now you're drunk, and I'm presuming lying about your knowledge of this. Now that that just looks bad. I don't know anything about what you're talking about. So, also, we found refugees who have ritual magic on them. Now, that just looks really bad. I've never cast a spell in my life, so I don't know anything about that. So, so... If I were to, you know, have evidence that you are allowing this, you, you would just say that, you know, you either you're completely ignorant... And and terrible at your job, or you're maliciously going after after these refugees. Which one is it? I don't know anything about it, and I'm sure my superiors will totally understand how uh, whatever lies you've come up with have no bearing on my status as guard captain. All right? Can I put put the manacles on him? So he like sure, can't you, run away. Yeah, like, you've kind of him to like put the manacle one on him, one on his desk, so he can't like get up and leave. Yeah, sure. You've kind of got him grappled. You're like almost holding him into the chair. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna basically put my manacle so one's on his wrist, one's on the desk, so he can't leave, and then I'm just gonna start going through his office to find evidence, like incriminating evidence. Sure. Go ahead and give me an investigation check. All right. Give me a second. All right. 
He began kind of like poking through his office. And the first couple of things that you find appear to in fact be documents uh, that don't, they don't describe like kidnapping or anything overt, but you note that he has a small pile on one of his desks that is literally just a, a pile of literally every group that has been kidnapped so far. You recognize all of them based on previous descriptions. But most importantly, kind of tucked in the back corner atop one of the cupboards, hidden away in a little pile of dust and, and, and books and uh, papers, there's a small eye pointed into the room that was looking directly at you. It is covered in vomit. It smells of, of kind of uh, oil and, and uh, herbs almost this hard little eye is it like kind of like an arcane like it, does it look magical you make an arcane check you've probably never seen anything like this before it is definitely it it does seem like it would be like an arcane thing but this specifically you have never seen before all you right i'm just gonna it. grab it okay maybe Demetari knows what it is got it she's smart all right, so just the, basically the documents, but nothing like super incriminating. Yeah. As you're kind of picking through his room, he's like, you're never going to get away with this. I'll make sure you're clapped in irons and you never see the sun for the rest of your days. The wicked shall perish. All right. Uh, after you get the eye, what are you doing? Uh, so if I, if all I, I'm trying to, I'll put the eye in my pocket. If I can't find anything else incriminating, I'll just kind of like grab the documentation that he has of all the, the, um, the refugees that have gone missing. Um, I'll leave him there. No, I need my manacles. Um, shit. How easy is it to acquire new manacles? Probably pretty easy. I'm pretty sure they're cheap. Okay. I mean, I'm going to. It's probably really easy. Yeah. I'm really like some kind of guard place. That's true. They might have some here. Maybe maybe on my way out, I'll pick up some more manacles. All right. So I'll leave him tied to the desk. I'll go try to find some more manacles, and then I'll see if I can find Briar and like kind of like signal that we're good, and then go back out the window. About this time, you could make your way back out the halls, through the window to the exterior. Briar, you have been escorted out. The guards kind of like closed off the the way and like forced you and Puppy out the door. Puppy just boop, blinks to the exterior. You can find yourself outside. There's like 15 guards behind you that are like, all right, that's it. You catch your dog outside. Good luck. And they just boop, slam the, the stone door shut. You kind of look over Thank to your you right. Thank you for the use of your facilities. You look over to your right and you can see like Azrael poker head around the corner and like make eye contact with you. Uh, I hope that worked because I have no idea what you've been doing. All right. Uh, this, as you guys can flee from the establishment, is a good spot. I think we will take about a five to ten minute break. So I will see you guys here in a little. Sorry, I was AFK. That's all right. My mom called about it.
Did we pick up yeah. Onyx? Or did we delete, like, did we go I say, hey, we're gonna to go... The, um, 7th and go check on our buddy Dimitari. So we're on the 7th Oh wait, level. we don't know where they are, do we? Yeah, that's because uh, so I thought okay. what uh, we do is was uh, meet up at the the forge because we know Onyx is there. Yeah. Did well. Did Azrael armor and, down? But, but and, we we wouldn't have known that, and we would assume that Onyx is there, so that we'd go up to um, find him there because that's the the one place in the. I mean, like, do we know um, where Claude and Sorry and all them live? Or no, right. That's what we got to do. Is is meet up and we we take you back to I guess the let's just go back to where we split up maybe they'll so there. i did have a question though did onyx go with azrael and um briar like did, did he just oh can you not hear me no no i'm here i can hear you can you hear me let me refresh hang on so yes. did onyx go with briar and azrael because i thought we went and picked him up did his armor get finished? Okay. Okay, so my armor and my dagger are done. Yeah, if someone would have come by after all the shit was done before I left, would they would they like did they like show up right as everything was finishing up? Okay. Yeah, I would have went with them. I assumed you were just like standing out in like the courtyard laughing as like Briar was chasing her puppy and Ezreal was breaking in and entering. Oh yeah, aggressively. I'm not helping with that. Say <laughs> so that uh, through whatever means we. I mean, I have get together like, in, in this pre-cell phone. World. on the seventh level already and i'm I'm sure the puppy caused a quite of commotion of like guards screaming and yelling like maybe you guys heard that it is it is well right. how close is their house to the guard post oh okay can can gimp what is it, Gamble? Just spying us? Like, right? Like, Gamble knows who we are, right? Yeah. I introduced him to everyone. Um, I... Playing my character, I think that I would be really focused on talking to the refugees. I wouldn't be stressing about trying to find them quite yet. Um, if a quite a bit of time has passed, that's when I would say I would send him to, to try to find them and bring them back. Suppose we could just wander around and see if we find them. Well, Javid and Snow are supposed to find you guys, so in theory, wouldn't you guys meet in the middle? Like, how many entrances are there to the 7th level? Well, we were on the 7th level, right? When we came down to see the guards. So...
Absolutely. We meet, um, meet up and uh, I assume a, at least an hour has passed, so I'm no longer disguised as an old human. Um, but um, yeah, so uh, we'll lead them back to the, uh, what do we call it? Hovel? Yes, but she didn't get one assigned as a refugee, the refugee hovel. Well, I did just like a year ago. Uh, is ours better than hers? No, no, no. no. See, it's I mean, bigger, I mean, not better. Mm -hmm. mm. Right. Also, right. Ezreal spent time making like a Zen garden in the front, you know, so she has the little rocks like, what is it, Karate Kid? Very pretty. Mm -hmm. you Yours doesn't rake, have that. Rake the gravel? No. We, we can spend time raking our gravel. It still won't uh, look as good. But uh, we can set up our um, watch and wait until it looks like somebody's going to come in and kidnap us. We're looking for kidnappers. I just want to talk to Demetari. I'm going to take the eye out and just be like, kind of shove it at her. So is this like an actual eyeball that like is fleshy or is it like Mad-Eye Moody robotic eyeball? I can't tell if it's hard or squishy. <laughs> well, okay. it was covered right, in varnish, so I'm guessing hard. Look at me! Mm -hmm. Okay, um, does it have, mm. like, is there anything abnormal about this eyeball versus, you know... Other no. than the fact that it's been preserved, like it's like certain right. colorings that are unique. And you know that somebody's looking through this eyeball right now, right? Um, I don't see how they would. Because and I'm like gonna magic. like bring it up to my eye and like blink, and just like see if there's any pupil dilation. I guess it's from a refugee. I got this. I'm gonna detect magic or whatever the thing I have that's like that. Hang on. Looks um, like a regular old eyeball. <laughs> regular old eyeball. <laughs> Guys, I don't. Magic I think awareness. this was a straight up eyeball. You know, there's absolutely nothing magical about it. Um, but uh, I mean, well preserved. Can, yeah. Can I do magic? on the other yeah. end of this. You know? Can Briar like use her actual magic thingy? <laughs> yeah, I know a thing or two about magic. Let's do this. No, next to nothing, honestly. But you know. Because as an action, you can open your awareness to the presence of concentrated magic. Until the end of your next turn, you know the location of any spell or magic item within 60 feet of you that isn't behind total cover. When you sense a spell, you learn which school of magic it belongs to. 
Yeah, I'm gonna crack my knuckles and look at it real hard and be like, yeah, that's magic. <laughs> what? Mm. I know magic when I see it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I really don't know much past so, that, but uh, yeah. Whoever's on the other side of this eyeball now knows who we are. Well, I'm mean, trying to like, what's maybe we'll get magic. kidnapped easier now. What kind of magic is it? I don't get this. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's magical. Uh, can I sit with it for about an hour to identify it? Just for funsies, is there anything else within sixty feet that is magical? Nothing that we're not carrying. Um, while Azrael's dealing with the eyeball, um, Briar, you speak, Sylvan. I completely forgot. Um, I don't think I've showed you this yet. What does it say? That I'm fairy. <laughs> no, I that? forgot <laughs> that Sylvan was a fairy language. All right. If oh. I do see a fairy, it's normally dead. It ain't speaking anything. Oh goodness! All right, what's up? <laughs> will you will you read this for me, please? Sure, I'll take a look at it. Where'd you find this? Ooh, so you remember that time when I visited the morgue? It was on a dead guy who had his throat slit. Um, there was paint the same color as the rune on his throat. Um, so, you know, pretty fascinating and weird. Uh, so, yeah, what does it mean? Oh, and all his blood was sucked out, yes? Oh, yeah, no, he had no blood. Just like uh, Gamby over here. But less cute. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. Okay. It, it means either death or blindness. Wait, blindness or binding? What was did it? Did you say death or bl blood and binding? What did... <laughs> Are you sure that... you can speak Sylvan? Right, broke, broke up there, Liam. Uh, <laughs> I can listen it's really it's blood or binding. Binding. Blood or binding. That's the one. <laughs> that was close. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go with blood, given the thing didn't have any blood. Yeah, but I wonder if there's a way that this rune, like, if it could mean both, you know, bind mm -hmm. and blood. Is do do we right. know anything about that? Like, do I know anything but about that being like, binding something by its blood or using blood to bind things? Do I have any knowledge of, like, sylvan creatures that do these things? Okay. 
Hmm. Can I have advantage because I am Sylvan's? Okay. Okay, guys, so idea. I don't know exactly how this works, but say one of those guards comes in and tries to kidnap us, you slap on some manacles, Azrael, and then I draw this fancy little rune on him and then put it on his throat and just see what happens. Isn't that how it would work? Do you have the paint? Um, do you, you can, think that it needs to be a certain paint? You can use your Could scalpel be. and use blood. Oh my gosh, it might work even yeah, better. Yeah, his blood, not ours. Uh, I'm keeping mine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, cut cut yeah. into his chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I can carve it into oh, him. Yeah. I thought you were talking mm -hmm. about like cutting this into his skirt. Mm -hmm. I was like, I feel like that would okay. do it. Okay, so but... we're all in on this idea. Like, we don't want to kill one of them because we need to test to see how this goes. And he's already right. a bad guy, so it's for a better, like a greater cause, right? Have we hidden the eyeball? Because otherwise, whoever's I, on the other end is, is trying to identify it. So I'm like sitting in the corner, like it's in my hand. I'm like running, rolling it around. I'm trying to identify it for about an hour. Um, does anyone know if this is like explicitly evil? You know, I might like oh, dead people, but I'm not a evil, bad person. By definition, it is evil. Sure. Shit. Well, anybody Just using other people's blood for magic is is by definition e evil. Evil on well, evil is okay. But I, oh. it like cancels each other out. Yeah, so to say, like, like it, might, it might get up as uh, negatives are a positive. So Neutral. evil plus evil equals good. Yes, evil plus evil equals good. Okay. Um, and everyone. Evil. All right. I mean, you seem wise enough. I guess that would work. It's not like evil squared, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Alright, I guess we're doing this. I'll sharpen my scalpel. Wait. Did I know anything when I did the thing? Okay. So we... So it can't hear anything, it can just see things. It's magic eye, not a magic ear. I'm gonna I'm gonna take but... my sigh and like stab it. Yeah, that could have been useful if we'd uh, taken over ownership of it. Well, it's not our eye. But if we'd taken over it, probably whoever did have it needed to be 
um, around to um, contest ownership if we were to take it. Yes, that's how that magic kind of works. I'm I mean, positive. Oh, all right. Uh, well, I mean, we'll find someone who doesn't have an eye, right? And we kind of know what the eye well, looks like, unless they're got heterochromia. They probably but yeah, didn't we'll use their own, I'm guessing. I would. How would be surprised. you own an eye if it's not your own eye? Well, you own somebody else's eye. But then it's their eye. Not after you take possession. The owner of an eye is an eye. You can't own someone else's eye. Okay, so as a woman of science, um, <laughs> there's such thing as genetics and blood types and whatnot. They, they, the eye kind of needs to be connected to the person even once it's physically disconnected. Am I right? And I'm just like looking around. Yeah. For validation. I, I don't I don't know what that means. I can totally see Dimitari being like, Yeah, of course you can own somebody else's eye. I've got a few right here. <laughs> I mean that that further proves the point though, is like you can own someone else's eye. And I mean there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not your uh, own eye. I think we need to draw the distinction between an eye that, that you made yourself out of your own flesh and blood and an eye that you got, you know, like when, once you buy it on the market, it becomes your eye. Either way, Captain Keen back was being either paid off or controlled, one or the other. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah, sounds sound, sounds like uh, he was under the influence of something. You wanna? I just thought of something. So, there's monsters in the lower levels that no one likes to talk about, and for some reason they don't come up to the higher levels. Do you think that somebody in power is like sacrificing the refugees so that these monsters are satisfied and not bothering everyone else? That's a little more. Special? Oh yeah, give give them the the uh, the cheap blood that you don't care about. You can keep your own nice blood. Wait, I thought we were sitting in the house just like talking. Yeah, that's where we are. I shove snow towards the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, somebody's at the door. You want to go see who's there? It, every, all of us are here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you shove snow towards the door, and he's just gonna kind of like look at you and be like, "I'm not doing that." <laughs> I as Onox will stand up and go answer the door. No! 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 Yeah, they don't you're, know the, you're, you're here. a tanky one. It has to be That's one of fine. us who's... You are, might are you still disguised as a... Uh... Can, I, can I, like, kind of, like, kind of, like, grab Onyx and be like, 
needs to be the actual refugees and like kind of take Why? him to a closet. Honest can flank the door, but I'll, I'll answer it. Well, you never know who's here. It was a knock and scratch, not a knock. It was a with the fingernails. That's it could awful. be a cat that's just trying to say hi because they heard a cat was here. A stomp, stomp. It was approaching us. It wasn't like on the door. Check, check through the people. Mm -hmm. Can you make one real quick with a drill? All right, so I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna pull my long sword out and I'm gonna post up beside the door, and Snow's just gonna pull the door open and like see who it is. Yep. Twitch. The living area? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So <coughs> I have a question about the map. So we, I see I see a couple of doors. Place. Is are those windows the kind of like where Javid is? Are those windows or are those back doors? Okay. And then where's the back door? Where Javid is? Okay. Man, this is a super nice hovel. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I would say large, not nice. There's a difference. And, uh, we we would definitely have gone through all the rooms and sort of scouted out the uh, layout of the place and where the fire exits are and so forth. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I was way too distracted with the eye to pay much attention to what was going on in the house. No, we, we've been here for several hours. Definitely would have looked in all the rooms and uh, probably kicked under the piles of musty things. And yeah. yeah, I was under the impression that it was just like a one-room hovel. So. That is poor. Yeah, multi-room. We would have we would have looked through the place. I'm doing that.
and the rear storeroom is itself uh, accessible to the exterior, or it's a like a cool. the um, what coal gets um, shown. From where Demetari and Adriel are standing, can they kind of see into the hallway and like kind of where Onyx and Snow are? But can we see Onyx and Snow? Wow. Okay. Javine, your crit fail is still ahead of most people. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Yeah, he's like distracted, but yet still moves super fast. <laughs> For the first time, I remembered to click on my tokens. So I don't see anything. Okay. Um, I am going to move here. Wait, hang on. Maybe. Do I have access? Oh. Alright, I'm moving there, so I'm still behind Onox. But I'm just gonna be like... Hey, is... Is that someone here to help my dad? And then, um, basically I'd like to hold an action only if they try to, like, hit one of our, like, one of my teammates, I guess. If I can do that. Um, and I will cast, um, 
infestation. Um, on whoever... Yeah, it's my ready to action on, like, if someone were to come in and, like, start swinging and try to hit one of my friends. That, that's, that's it for me. So, are you in the hallway or are you in the living area? Okay. What I under would I understand what's going on? Like I lived down here for a while. Is this normal? Like Alright, I'm gonna Spartan kick open the door. What did it look like? Well, Snow's here. He can answer. Can't hear you, Chris. His headphones are playing nice today. I mean, I feel like if I felt something, I would probably, like, kind of turn away, but knee-jerk, probably not, because I wouldn't want to not know where it is. I want to jump on its face and try to, like, hold its head so it can't look at anybody. 
Ah, missed opportunity, Kitty Man. Like, you gotta scrap like, his eyeballs out. Like, <laughs> I didn't see like, him! Like, I basically want to grapple its head to prevent it, like, bury its face into my chest and hold it there. Imagine wrestling a dog trying to get something out of its mouth. For my bonus action, I'm going to use my Daunting Roar. So that's a whiz save of 13, but now everybody knows that sound and it is very loud. Do we all have to make that check? No, no, no. But and if he were to chose me and I was afraid, would I move away and break uh, the concentration? <laughs> <laughs> That's my turn. Can Dem does that? What was Demitari's reaction? Does somebody actually have to hit somebody, or would the roar? Okay. Does there... Um, where... Which direction is the door? I missed that. I thought she moved so she could see it. Yeah, so I... Yeah, I thought the hallway was, like, where the door was. So I thought it was, like, at the very end... Okay, so I'm closer to the door than I thought. <laughs> okay, so could I have seen this guy, like, trying to turn snow into stone then? Oh. Alright. Okay, so... This is an exit over here, yeah. Um, is where else is another exit? Ah, okay. All right. I'm assuming the roar is bad, so I'm gonna come up in here. Oh, is that open? The doors are still confusing. I'm gonna come like over here and try to see what's going on. Can I see what's going on?
Okay, I'm gonna wrap it and slap my buddy. So I wanna just pop him and shake him. It's like, what are you doing? Now's not the time to get scared. I can't move. Can't move my body. Ow. What happened? What I what I know. It looked at me and now I can't move. That's bad. Okay. Uh I'm going to shout that to the rest of them. Avoid I like contact. I I locked with it right now. Uh, so even starting if to totally get frozen. So even if I like try to pick him up and move him, nothing's gonna change it. Shit. Well, okay. I shouted that to the rest of everybody, and then um, I guess I'm gonna rage. Cause why not? Uh, let's see. I always forget to turn off the rage, but yeah, it's on. Okay. What about your little raisey ability? Let me do that. Let's see what we get today. Magic infuses one of your weapons of choice until it regenerates that weapon's damage changed force and it gains light and throne properties. Ah, we had this one last time. Alright. Um. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna throw it. Do I have a clear shot at this guy? Or is my buddy all up in the way? Okay. I always hate when I try to scroll and it like turns my token. It makes me crazy. Anyway, uh, oof. so I'm gonna throw it at the basilisk. Oh, wrong one, sorry. I accidentally did. Uh, you want me to do it again? Or... Oh wait, is this like an eye contact thing?
Okay. I think I'm all done. Wait, I have two attacks now, don't I? Ah, yes. And at the end of my turn, it comes back. So. Okay, that'll be the end of my turn then. All right. <clears throat> Hearing the roar and and uh, sounds of uh, an altercation outside, I'm going to um, run to the door. Uh, come in. Flipping. All right. And um, assessing the situation, I'm going to see if I can um, uh, strike this uh, creature. Uh, seeing the um, stiff form of my uh, companion and uh, glowing coming from that area. I'm going to try to avoid looking uh, directly at it, but um, firing at it nonetheless. I'm going Well, I don't want to turn into stone, so I'm going to not look directly at it. Yep. And um, I do want to um, cast Hunter's Mark as a bonus action. And then um, Can he look at it and then look away? Can like, I is that possible look in, in the vicinity, you know, like sort of get, I mean, it's something that I have to be able to see, but do I have to look directly into its eyes? I mean, like, all right. Thanks. Good. I, I approve what, of that. What, uh... When I got here, we weren't <laughs> even started yet. It's like, yeah, I believe he was on time. Are you still upset about, like, four weeks ago? <laughs> you didn't stop him. All right. Um... Uh... And I'm going to try uh, a couple of other things, including uh, calling it my favorite foe and using sharpshooter and shooting at it. Cripes. 
Yeah, and if you don't know how to do that from D&D &D Beyond, you do it, and instead of clicking on the hit die, you go over left and you hit on the actual, like, symbol, and it should roll both. Mm. Alright. Alright, well, I want to um, take my second attack action, and... Uh, It's my first turn. Mm. Unhappy coincidence. <clears throat> All right. I will make an excellent addition to Asriel's Zen Garden. And um, for my first turn of combat, I will take my uh, additional attack. Uh, I mean, normally 17 hits creatures. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, then um, I'm going to get myself out of the uh, doorway with my remaining 15 feet of movement. Uh, which I would love to do if I could get back control of it. Which is... So how high is the ceiling here? Awesome. So I'm going to, I'm actually going to climb the wall, like and and then walk along the ceiling and then i want to kind of generally look at what's going on because onyx is currently trying to grapple it right so i kind of want to like jump on like top of it so like onyx can try to grab it like kind of help onyx grapple it's so, like try to grab it on the other side so i'll like run along the ceiling kind of like Superman through the doorway and like try to jump on top of them. So how far, I mean, I'm about 25 feet away from the door right now. So that gives me enough, about 15 feet. Are they more than 15 feet away from the doorway? Okay. Okay. So I'm just going to move and then, uh, there we go. Um, I'm going to try to get on the other side. So what's a grappling check? Is that athletics or acrobatics? I fall on my face. 
All right, well, uh, that's my turn, I guess. So there's no, no con check. Potentially stop this. Okay, got it. Got it. All right. Uh, good. Uh, is it at the very end? Is it a bonus action for that, or is it just something that happens? Got it. Got it. Alright. Well, now I'm going to bonus insightful fighting against it. Well, I hope I didn't just waste my 20. And then I'm going to slash it. You said disadvantage, right? Up, oh, hey, and then I, I clicked the wrong one. I mean, same roll, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's a plus eight to hit for short bow and short sword, so. Get it. <laughs> yeah. Can it be the fact that Onyx and, and Azrael were basically distracting the Basculus that the hold just like broke?
Yeah, he says, got it. What's the lighting like in here? Uh, doesn't, oh, Demitar, or excuse me, Briar, she still has her glove, right? But she's in the hallway. We probably had a fireplace. I mean, it's cold, right? Yeah, I should say, I don't even see him on the map. But my crescent can. No! He's kind of blind anyway! Damn it! Oh, Wait, well, cats don't have dark vision. Oh, do they? How dare you assume? Yeah, she's got <laughs> six, er, she, he, he, I guess. She's got species. 60 feet dark vision. How do I do that? Um, just roll constitution on him? Oh, I'm pissed. I'm not losing you again, Gamby. Um, uh, I was gonna use him. Can he still sort of fly? Damn it! Okay. Can I, like, peek or, like, you know, head towards that noise and just kind of look at the feet of it? Like, I- Briar's already yelled not, Um, to the one closest to me, the new one, I guess. Can I hear him, though? Okay. Okay, so this is my idea. Um, may I um, use, uh, like, the. It can't be still on my shoulder, correct? Okay, so I am going to use um, him to listen and see. Actually, yeah, yeah, fuck it. We'll do that. And then I'm basically going to uh, close his eyes so that I can't see anything and just use my ears to find the 
basilisk and touch it and bestow curse. And then it says that I can kind of choose what I would like to do as long as you're cool with it. Um, can I have like any sort of um, general direction? Can she like, roll a perception check? Because she can hear, right? So she's trying to yeah. find through hearing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I guess I'll figure it out. And I mean, I will use my mute, my movement to like run the little bitty circles, I guess. Um, trying to find the thing until I bump into something scaly. So I guess I'll just like... Follow my heart. There. Leroy Jenkins. Okay. All right, cool. I want to bestow curse. Like, I'm touching him, right? Like, the gross little scaly leg. Can I um, cause blindness? Okay, so that's like a wisdom save. I want to make him blind. Sixteen. Also, can I use inspiration for this? Or no? Okay. So, basically, a touchy creature, and he must succeed on a wisdom save, or become cursed for the duration, which is a minute's concentration. Um, I can choose from a thing of curse curse options, um, but I can also... Oh, hang on. I just clicked out. Um, I can also... But yeah, alright. There you go. Yeah. It's basically, like, up to you on whether or not you want to allow it. That's why I was asking. Yes. Yeah. Cool. So, does that get rid of the stony stuff from Gamby? Oh. Alright. Uh... I guess I will use my... Oh, I do. Okay. Um, and because it's blind, it's not an opportunity attack if I leave. Look at me learning. Alright, I am going to jump back here, because I still know where it is generally, and then I'm going to shout to everyone, The one by me is blind! Um, so just, just so you know. And then I'm done. <laughs> 
Can we hear her out in the street? I'm immediately closing my eyes. Yeah, that's fine. As a bonus action, I'm going to do Giant's Might and turn into a large kitty. Um, and then I'm going to swing at him with my longsword. I'm going to pull my sword up in front of me and get ready. Eyes still closed and ears twitching, just trying to listen for it. Um, I mean, I'm throwing shit at it. So I feel like I'm aiming. <laughs> okay. Pop him again. I'm gonna throw this baby. Boop. Done. Okay. Then I'm gonna throw a javelin at him. save one of those babies like pop that out does it look like a rock i don't know okay we got other stuff to do so i'm gonna walk back or run back this way i'm gonna come here and i'm just gonna hang out Uh, sensing that the other one died, I'm going to transfer my Hunter's Mark to this one. Uh, move myself. Bless it. <laughs> Into the corner. And then uh, 
fire at the um, uh, basilisk and um, let's see it being blinded is not going to be very dodgy and dexterous um so you know what i'm going to try um applying sharpshooter all right and getting a little satisfaction out of that i will do it again And um, then I think, um, having done some movement and some damage with an attack or two, uh, and a bonus action, I'm done. So I heard Demetari talk about how there was another one and it was blinded. So I'm just going to immediately run into the house. Um, I can run. Gosh, I think that's. Let me remeasure. Shit. So I can run up next to Demetari. Um, and it's blinded. So I'm going to throw my dagger at it because it's blinded. Do I get advantage? I can't really do much. I can't move anymore. And if it's dead, I'm going to go pick up my knife. Start like massaging my muscles. Oh, that was a little, a little close. I'm immediately yeah. looking up and down the street. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to run to the back door and, and look up and down the, the alley. Do we see any? Who am I persuading and what am I persuading them of? I have to apologize. I accidentally did two actions. Because looking through my familiar's eyes is an action. I don't think you needed to look through their eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, like, hearing, too. So, I mean, it could have worked either way, but just so you know, I shouldn't be able to, like, use my familiar senses and cast a spell. 
I mean, so. you can use your own senses to hear, though, right? Yeah, like, in hindsight, that's what I did. But, you know, like, to make it okay. Uh, I'm gonna un I'm gonna uncork the eyes, so the eyes are flaming, and then I'm gonna use continual flame to flare them up twice as bright and start walking down the street. Giant kitty, giant flaming eyeballs of the Minotaur skull. Uh, in the street. Uh large. Not huge shit. Okay. But an intimidating presence. Um, all right, I'm going to shout back uh, into the house that uh, I think there's a petrified person down here. And I'll go... Um, chase down the alley to, to see the uh, to the uh, stone figure. Mm -hmm. and, no question. Oh, sorry. How common are Basculists? Like, are they having lived here for a year? Are they do they happen to occasionally sometimes appear? Um, the um, I've got uh, lesser restoration, but I don't think that affects petrification. Is that right? Well, I don't think there's anything I can do for this dwarf. You can take him to a church. I'm sure a cleric of Morden probably has greater restoration. All right. We can do that, like, tomorrow or something. Yeah, he's, just, he's stone now. He's not going anywhere. Um, so from the, the uh, corner, uh, looking around, do I see anything else? Do I see anything that might be like a basilisk handler? Uh, anybody taking undue attention on the, the uh, action or, or this is the the alley in the streets clear and well the uh, initially it'll be just to see do I see anybody around and then if there's nobody around then yeah I'm gonna look to see if we can tell where these came from was anybody with them? Because I, I got the impression I think that these were not your average dumb beasts, and and uh, you said uh, beefier and and uh, smarter than normal. So uh, I want to look to see if maybe there's a handler, somebody guiding them, controlling them, directing them. All right. 
Uh, I'll head back into the house and um, in, <clears throat> inspect the um, corpse of the first, uh, or the yeah, the first basilisk that I come to, the one that's that's inside. Um, does it have um, collar on? Does it have anything that looks like it's um, um, a sign of anything other than just a, a wild, untamed creature? Does it have uh, tags on, like uh, rabies? If found, please call. You know, my name's um, Chippy. Uh, call my people. Not. <laughs> please say yes. Oh. <laughs> or is it just a uh, like a uh, rough? This is Fifi. Please to, return for, home. Uh, yeah. Vaccinated against the dungeon call. No. Can I start just carving Dang. up the basculus? Like, I'm sure they have a lot of, like, you know, good, useful things that are going to sell well. Oh, yeah, I want to look at its eyes, like, now that it's dead. We could always use the fang to destroy your horcrux. So we should keep that in somebody's backpack. I was more thinking about like carving up the meat so, you know, uh, Briar could make us some good food, maybe take the glands and sell that to, you know, uh, a depothecary, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. We should make, like, we should see if it tastes kind of like elk if it's turned into jerky. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, that's some good eats here. We could do some stuff. Oh, um, by the way, I'd be checking Gamby to make sure, like, like stretching wings, make sure he's not stone anymore. And, uh, how does, how does the basilisk meat taste? Has it got a, a really sour, gamey taste, or does it taste like it's been eating people? Imagine you eat it with cabbage, you know? Oh, thank goodness. Gamby, you did so good. You, I know you like trying new <laughs> things. You you want to taste a piece of basilisk? Yeah. Oh, it's such a good boy. Such a good boy. And then I'm going to, like, you know, hand it over to him. Also... Let me know if it's poisonous for us. You know, that'd be helpful. You, you seem to be well well in tuned <laughs> with poison. Oh, oh, um, okay. Um, so Gamby, he, he, he's good at this kind of thing. Um, he's got a history, if you will. Uh, we probably shouldn't eat that. 
Hmm. Well, we could have fed a lot of refugees with a carcass this big. But still, I want to see its eyes. Can I? Can I check out its eyes? Am I seeing anybody out on the streets? <laughs> okay, and I also decided when I'm large, I'm 11 feet tall. Occasionally bump your head on a low-hanging rock. It only lasts a minute, though, so it does go away pretty quick. Yeah, I'm going to wander back to the house. Still keeping an eye out, see if I see anybody, like, any darting, moving shapes or anything near the house. Yeah, I... I uh get the impression that that uh, these were set upon us by someone I, we should definitely keep an eye out for that after briar figures out her eye situation can i cut the collar off and um try to figure out what sort of flesh it was made from Can't even tell it's flesh. This is some vegan leather right here, guys. <laughs> High quality. Veg tanned. Can I get any decent scales off this thing? Like enough to make like a some scale armor? Okay. What was that? Like, what for? Oh, I'm sick. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna put them in a little pouch, I guess. So I'll get a bit of a situation over here. I, I think I gotta go. But, thanks everybody. Bye. 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 Well, guys, I'm going to hold on to the collar um, so that I can show my buddy Ranthorm. I bet he would have fun trying to figure out 
um, what kind of meat this is. So I'm just gonna, like, excitedly stuck it, stick it in my backpack. No, 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 the collar. Well, what, what did the rest of you think? Do you think that these might have been sicked on us? And if so, we're drawing our uh, target on ourselves, which is probably a good thing. We just got to trace it back to uh, wherever and whoever is doing that. Most definitely. Probably have the eye. The eye, huh? That magic eye. I already stuck a a sigh in it, and it's kind of destroyed. Yeah, it's destroyed, but we were here when with it, weren't we? Yeah, that's true. That that may have been how we were identified. Identified. Uh, <laughs> that was bad. Don't worry, there'll probably be more. <laughs> Keep him coming. What time is it right now? Anyone want to go with me back to Captain Keenback's office? What, and break in again? Yeah. Didn't, didn't you already break in and wreak enough havoc there? Well, I took the eye from there and we were attacked. He's probably not there. Maybe I might have more time to search. You trying to find the other eye? Yeah. Uh, Here she go see who got turned to stone down there and gesture down the street. Probably just a yeah. random civilian. Right. Wasn't the cat. There may there may be other random civilians and we can trace the the uh a series of Stone people. Yeah, I, I, I think our uh, uh, best bet is to figure out how they're uh, how they're getting in, where they're coming from. You know, I, I say we we uh, scout the area, look for um, storm drains with basilisk claw prints on them, that sort of thing. Quick question, DM. Um, are Basculus, do they dwell in the Underdark? So basically they came up, right, into the city. Would make sense. Right, I'm, I'm thinking that the, the hints we've gotten have been that there's uh, something below preying on this level and and a, a bit in the, the level above perhaps but uh, wherever it is is coming from below maybe our little tab you cut out chris right. still nothing no i can hear no. you now yes again oh, i was saying uh maybe it's our little tadpole friend uh set up shop over here now The mind flare. Hmm. Yeah, but you'd think that we'd see more glowy stuff, right? Well, we're not in the Underdark here, right? 
Maybe we need to delve a little bit. Well, but they don't know what's down in the deep darks. Or, I guess I will. No, yeah. They even said, oh. It was the the brains that that glowed on the the, uh, the thralls, right? Yeah. We we, We haven't cut into the skull of this thing to see if that's... I mean, we I've been I've been cutting it apart, so say no more. <laughs> and... <laughs> Get out your bone saw, Briar. Can I borrow your axe? I don't think my tools are strong enough to cut through something this thick. I'm assuming she says yes, and then I'm gonna smack it. Because our little guide that was bringing us down here. Sorry, I forgot you weren't there. Uh, it says they don't know what's. You know, down in the deep darks here, so who knows what. I mean, there is the Delvers, right? The Delvers go down to the deep darks. Mm-hmm. Could talk to them. Maybe they've been uh, tainted, taken control of. And... You know, what we yeah. could pitch, too, is we could pitch, you know, a taking some of this meat out to the Austrian army and let them poison themselves. Who knows? Might not be poison to them. That's not a bad but, idea. Um, I would just as soon not uh, run into the Austrians anytime soon. Not without a lot more backup. Yeah, um, and at the same time, it's a little weird for a besieged city to be taking food out. Yeah. I mean, the the uh, the dwarves wouldn't be poisoned, uh, so they they'd probably take it as as rations. Uh, but uh, yeah, what was the the name of the the Delvers group? We should uh, perhaps go have a talk with them. Is that the name of the Delvers group? Yeah, they're just called the I Delvers. That, yeah. The Delvers. All right. Let's go find some Delvers and and uh, in the see middle of the night. Know. Yeah. Well, it's... also speaking. Also speaking of the Delvers, I was talking to the dwarves at the Morningstar Forges, and he said the Delvers have found a couple of cave-ins and a couple of new openings have been opened up, and some weird stuff has been happening down there lately. So talking to the Delvers' main office might not be a bad idea. Did they say when um, the collapsing happened and the opening of caves happen because if it's around the same time of the disappearances it's about a month ago is when they said the things collapsed and opened up and the weird stuff only started about two to three weeks ago so it's close enough that it might not be coincidental yeah I have it um, I remember them saying that uh, the disappearances spanned over a month right like 15 over a month I thought it was a couple of weeks. Either way, I think it's close enough to warrant a visit to the Delvers. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I would agree. Signs, signs are pointing toward their territory. Their main office, right, is on the seventh level. Right. Let's go have a little visit. Is everybody feeling... Um, Okay, we need to. Can we can we take the petrified people to a cleric first, rather than no. just leaving them in the street? 
I feel like we can just let people know they they're there and they'll come take care of it. And maybe we drag it from the from the back no, alley out into the street. I mean, the patrols come around. I, from my experience with the guards on this level, no, no, they will not be taken care of, unless you mean thrown off into the deep end. Rough. Damn. Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, we need to. Uh, get some help for that uh, poor sod in the back. I mean, I'm sure there's like a temple of Morden somewhere. Which level was the mortician again? Like the morgue? Is there like a temple somewhere around here? Okay, let's drop him off at the yeah. morgue. That's closer. Yeah, I was going to say, dragging a stone corpse up seven levels sounds like a lot of work. Could we not bring... Well, you know what? Oh, maybe we, we just not, not even maybe bother about the morgue. Take it take it to the uh, the guards. Say, here. No, no. They're, they're likely to yours. just throw him off the edge. And we still don't we know which one of them are dirty. Yeah, yeah, we're we're not taking to the guards. The guards can't be trusted. Why don't we ask a cleric to come down to the fourth level or so? You know, obviously we can pull them all into this house. Yeah, but do you think they'll come down this far? No, I don't think level. they will. So, Azrael, what at what point do you think we could reason with them to come down? I think if we just take them to the morgue, the morgue can then contact the temple. Okay, yeah, yeah, and I mean, I have a I have a friend there, so I I know that. I mean, he seems like a good guy. You shouldn't throw him off anywhere. That's extra work for him. Alright. I don't know. Demitar, do you want to warn your friend that we're coming with a petrified person and then we'll have, like, prior carry him or something so she's, like, super strong? Yeah, I actually wanted to talk to him anyway. Um, and, like, the guards know me now. Um, so, like, yeah. I'll, I'll let him know that, like, you're with me. I'll talk to him. Um, Briar... I'm gonna give him some of these muffins if that's cool, and I'm not sure if she says yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna give him some muffins. So we're good. I'm heading up. <laughs> Briar, specifically. I'm obviously helping her. <laughs> Maybe we can find a handcart somewhere, a dolly. Run, go buy a Home Depot and grab, grab I, one I of their mean, flat carts. I mean, she's so strong. She can just, you know, fly and carry him. And wake everyone up with the sound of those wings. Okay, she can just carry and walk, I guess. But you know what? Waking people up, I mean, you know the walls, the stone walls, they're very thick. They don't, they don't tend to hear things anyway, so. I don't think we'll bother anyone. Yeah, I guess people are good about minding their business here. If they know what's good for them.
I'm, I'm picturing that the scraping of that on the the uh, uh, the surface is going to. He'll have some stone burn, but he'll be okay. Yeah, I'm going to feed the animals real quick. I'll be right back. He, like, I think he told me that he lives there, right? Like, he... Hmm. Yeah, we can walk around, throw stones at the windows and try to not tap. I just, uh, I'll just knock. I'll just knock. Why throw stones? That's terrifying. Uh, yes, yeah, I know. Um, I actually uh, have been working with Ranthar. I don't know if if you recognize me, but um, it's some really important uh, mortician information that I would like to um, talk with him about. Like, uh, and I'm just gonna go into like some very knowledgeable, grotesque details that he probably doesn't want to hear. Like, I need to talk to him about this and that, and, like, my brain works better at night, and I just, I would like to do it right away, if that's okay. Thank you. Um, these are my friends. They're kind of part of that whole um, mortician thing I was telling you about. So they're going to come with me. We'll be as quiet as we can. Thank you. Also, okay, bye. Wow, they'll let just anybody in here, won't they? Cool. Now, if you, if you got the uh, morti mortician's uh, passcode. Yeah, you just got to say the yeah. N word and then throw in like some gross words and they're they're all about it. Um, I brought some friends. Uh, I see that you're in a mad game of cards, so I don't know if you want to wrap that up, but um, I'd like to talk to you, if that's cool. Plus, we've got a, a body for you. 
Yeah, yeah. Can we just like drop the body off and leave? Well, I have to talk to him, but I mean, you guys are more than welcome to dip out. You can like tell I'm right at home here. I'm like relaxed, at peace. Like I am in no hurry to leave. Uh. Yeah. So about that, it's kind of hard to do that when the body is stone. Um. Yeah, right? I thought you'd like that. So, um, we're gonna try to notify the clerics, uh, that are up in the temple, in first level, I'm sure you know. Um, so basically this guy turned to stone, and we're going magically, of course, so we have to, like, magically unturn him. He, I don't know he if you should know notify, he should notify, we're going back down. Oh. Um, no, if you do manage to figure out how to dissect a stone body, though, let me know. Whoa, alright. Well, we can talk about that later. But, um, yeah, so if you don't mind just storing him for now, um, you can even put him up like a decoration to make sure that no one's thinking that they should cut him up. Um, lean him against the wall and maybe, like, you know, put some candles around. I don't fucking know. So, like, do that. And then, honestly, if you don't mind, um, because I'm not super familiar with, like, the, you know, the number that we would need to call to get to the cleric. So could you possibly have someone notify them that they need to... Um, help this guy out. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, it's just one of those, like, <laughs> it's in between, right? Like, not dead, not alive, super weird. Um, so thanks for helping out. Uh, I actually have a little trivia thing for you, uh, as a mortician, you you up for a challenge? Alright, so we're gonna play this game called Guess What Sort of Flesh This Is. And then I'm gonna, like, pull out the collar and be like, found this thing, super weird. Thought you'd think it was super weird, but fascinating. What do you think? Right? Oh, I, I am not a serial killer. Um... I, I, I don't think I'm at night. Uh, so yeah, we found it. it. Yeah. We're, we found it. This came off of an animal, actually. It's like a collar. Um, but I was just, yeah, right? So I was just wondering if you could tell, like, you know the sort of people that come in. Does it look like a certain type of... No? All right. Um, well, that that was fascinating. Um, any more of the uh, the little crazy stuff come in with the runes or like? Oh. All right. Well, thanks. Um, and like, you know, I feel like we're just becoming such good friends. So I just figured I would give you this. Right. I figured <laughs> I would give you this muffin just to say thanks. I didn't mean to take you away from your cards. Um, I feel so at home here, so thanks. And um, I, I'm gonna go meet with my friends. I'll come back later, check in on how the stone is doing. Um, you know, if you have trouble, let me know. And yeah, I think that's it. Have a good night. Yeah, I don't see how people wouldn't love it here. Look at all of the, look at all the different types of death. It's fascinating. 
Don't, for, don't, don't forget power tools. <laughs> Night. It's not dead. <laughs> Ooh, if you guys want to cut something up, there's something on the seventh level. I thought we already cut up the basilisk. There's another one out in the street, though. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and cut that one up. You might need more than one person. It's a pretty big thing, but you know, whatever you find out, I'd love to know. Well, I think uh, we were going to see what the, the Delvers, when they got the impression, you didn't uh, hear anything when you were talking with them, did you, uh, Demetari, that they, the, um, Mortician guy, your buddy there, uh, was uh, familiar with the idea of basilisk attacks? Um, so the thing about it is I am not trying to make him think I'm like, there's mortician weird and then there's like psychopath weird. He kind of already asked if I was a serial killer. So like I felt like bringing up a basilisk wasn't the right move. They'll find out shortly. But, but we told him there's a basilisk in the street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, he didn't say anything about it. I told didn't, him it was a creature. Didn't think that was familiar or a crazy thing like, oh, yeah, basilisks happens all the time. Or, oh, my God, basilisks. Well, I mean, Asriel says this is new. I kind of don't want to scare the guy. He's, he's a yeah, good guy. Yeah. I mean, they they were grabbing power tools to go cut up the basilisk, so I think they were excited. No, they were grabbing well, power tools to cut up the statue, right? Yeah, and, but uh, I told them not to do that. Picturing uh, one of them uh, putting a, a blade on a reciprocal saw. So I told them it was a creature. I'm thinking... Either A, they're going to go down there and be like, oh shit, that's a basilisk, and know things, or they're going to be like, ooh, what a weird, strange, unknown creature, and either way, I'll find out. So, DM, does Ashwell know what a basilisk is? No. I have never <laughs> seen that thing before in my life. So they have not either. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, hopefully we'll learn about it shortly when they put their heads together and figure out what's going on. Yeah, let's go talk to the Delvers. At two in the morning? Yeah, I mean... That's not normal. It's... No time like the present. I I'm yeah, saying they're going to uh... be asleep and they're not going to be as friendly if we wait, oh, like, they're... you know, four hours and then go talk to them. It's it's uh, they're they're used to the dark daytime nighttime they they don't have clocks down there. No, well, so first of all, they're on the seventh level, and yeah, there are clocks. It's called the lights. I I know Javid, you don't come down here very often, but they do actually put the lights in so you can tell the time of day. And the Delvers down below uh, the part. Their headquarters where the, is on the seventh level. 
lamp lighters. Uh, yeah, that the uh, the end the underdark doesn't have a morning, noon, and night. Right, but the people who are going to be in the building on the seventh level adhere to the the lamp lighters. Maybe we'll see. Why don't we take a nap and then go talk to them in the morning? I'm with Azrael on this one. Yeah, I mean, we might as well walk the the mortician people down to the basilisk anyway, and then we'll take a nap in the house. Maybe find out some information when we show up there, and um, then we can head that way. People respond better when you don't wake them up. Yeah, to the cul-de-sac. Yeah, but we're going to make sure to show the mortician guys the basket so they can cut it up. Yeah, and the one that's in the living room, we're going to drag outside. I'll take a short rest and um, help them out. Oh. oh, I thought it was much bigger than that. Okay, yeah, then never mind. Well, what did you guys... I mean, you poked around at it. Do you recognize this? You're asking the morticians before they leave? Yes, I am. Weird. Um... <laughs> That's fair. You know, you might be able to expand your horizons. The more beasts that you um, examine, the you might end up being a veterinarian, too. That's more money in your pockets. I would think about it. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, Gamby. I guess you're just gonna have to rely on me. <laughs> All right. So yeah, I guess uh, a uh, rest, and we'll we'll uh, tackle the Delvers, and after that. I thought Javid did. Yeah. I thought we were going yeah, he to. said he did. Yeah. Oh, I thought he had gone out and tried to track the trail. If he hadn't, I yeah. was going to. Yeah, that's, that's what I said. That I went out and, and I said, if I didn't see anything obvious, that I would look for signs of... Oh. I, I didn't hear you say make a survival check. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, I thought he did though. Like when he walked out of the house. I. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't make a. a yeah, the um, only reason I didn't track the trail is I thought he already had him failed. I don't remember you saying. Just because it's cold doesn't mean there's not a trail. You were like, okay, cool. Okay. Sorry. At what direction was the stone body? Because, I mean, obviously they probably... Okay. I mean, maybe we could follow whatever trail that was yeah. to see a general direction. Because, I mean, I'm guessing that they yeah, passed had... by this guy, he got in the way, and, right. you know. Yeah, so that's that's a, a, a plan, is sort of head in that direction, assume they came this way, and, and uh, you know, look look for ways, especially along the um, outer edges of, of the level where they might have come up. Is this abnormal? Like, should there be guards here? And the, so, the um, how is the gate locked? Is it like a, a chain or is there a locking mechanism? Uh, who could tell whether that was opened up uh, with a key by somebody who's supposed to open it up or by one of you Trixie Luck types. So can I safely assume that while Azrael and I were cutting up that one body that we cut into the stomach? 
What was in the stomach? Okay. And uh, outside, sorry, go ahead. And the the uh, gate was opened legitimately or picked? All right. It's the guards. Hmm. Well, we need to have a talk with the guards. Well, let's let's uh, see what might have uh, come in this way, and I'll go out the the gate and start looking for um, you know you you said it was a like a, a rubble field um, stones and stuff it's a, like a open space there a path. And the um, in the dirt, um, do we see tracks of people coming in or going out, or creatures? Or... Sure, I am. Great. Can I look all... Go ahead. Oh, um, in, in this level, does all of the stone look the same? Like, would one be able to tell that the stone in the basilisk belly came from a certain area? Um, I mean, I'm not good with rocks is anyone here good with rocks we can maybe see if you want to take a peek at like i mean i have decent history what is, uh, isn't briar like mm -hmm. that's some sort of like like history rock stuff wouldn't the, um, the stones in his stomach be the stones that it turns that's people what into, i was thinking but... it was somebody that oh. they ate well Maybe we could try to figure out in general what that stone comes from. I mean, I can take a look at it. All right. Did we, did we harvest the stomach contents? Yeah, I mean, we cut that thing apart. Can you... Okay, so he ate a person. Huh. My next question is, do they eat them as stone, or do they turn to stone after they eat them? 
I thought they turned to stone before they ate them, and then they ate them. Okay, I guess. Basilisk gaze, and then... And then, chomp, 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 chomp. Can I look around? Are there any guards around? Any patrols? Anything at all? Any sign of life at all? No guards or patrols or anything like that. And the the um, the far wall you said was uh, catacombed with with um, cave entrances leading out into the the wall of the mountain, the dome of the mountain. Mm -hmm. Let's see, how do we figure out where somebody might come in or go out? Uh, we could. I think we need around. to figure out who has access to this gate, who has a key to it. It's either the Delvers or the guards. Mm -hmm. So we either, I mean, we probably should talk to both, but we need to find out who actually has a key to this gate because you said it didn't have any lock picking. So that means that somebody who legitimately had a key opened it up. Instead of asking around and raising more suspicion, could we not just wait until someone comes back to guard the gate and see who it is? Yeah, we could see if it's a guard or a delver. We can just come back. Right. Or, uh, yeah, ambush them when they come back to close up or something. Yeah, I mean, I mean we, we can always just... innocently ask questions once. Yeah, like, there. hey, last night I was walking by and I noticed this, this was open. Is that normal? Yeah. Or when they come to lock it back up, we jump out at them from our hiding places. The person who's coming back, though, might not be the person who opened it up. So let's not assume mm -hmm. that... Yeah. But we can ask them. Yeah, we ask. We hey, them to the ground. Who, was, who, who was here last night? <clears throat> who was supposed to lock this up? Did, you know it was open last night? Who was the so closer? Have Are you talking, Chris? I can't hear you. About now. Yep. These stupid headphones. When I go out of range, I guess it cuts off the mic because I can still hear you fine. But um, <laughs> so if it is a guard, they would raise more suspicion not being here for turnover. 
they're not coming back. So they may come back. Right, and I'm, I'm sort of suspecting that that uh, somebody opened the gate to let the basilisks in, and is going to come back in to close the gate to, uh, uh, so as not to arouse suspicion in the morning when the regular guards come out or the delvers go out or whoever normally goes through this gate. So wait, you want to just so hide say, and see who comes back? I want to hide. Jump whoever comes uh, to lock up and you figure out uh, what we can learn from them. Yeah. Is there anywhere to hide around here? Like, is there like, you know, like an alleyway, rooftops? And it's, it's it. And it, it's uh, completely black. The, the, there's, we don't have any lamps down here. On the outside. The lamplighters haven't turned off the lights at this point. Oh. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, let's hide and, and uh, see who comes to close up. Okay, so we have for long rested at this point. Okay. So I want to be inside the gate, so like in, but in an alleyway, so I can see the gate. And I want I want to be outside the gate, uh, so that I'm in the dark in the shadow. And so if somebody's coming up from that side, I can see them before they get to the gate. I'm covered in from distance with my bow. Wherever Onnox is hiding, Legally. I know that it, whatever space it is, is covering his butt. So I'm gonna be hiding behind Onnox. So near the gate, you said there's like abandoned houses and stuff here too? 
Does one of them like unlock like the doors hanging off? Yeah, I'm just trying to go in one of the houses, like put the caps on the eyeballs and just go in one of the houses and just kind of sit in the deep darks and peer out of the open door. Uh, like I said, uh, anywhere I can cover with my bow, but hidden. I'm inside with Onox, um, and if his tail is twitching, then Gamby's probably going to want to bat at it. <laughs> Are we supposed to see a map? It's funny, we have three levels of kitty. We have big kitty, medium-sized kitty, and small kitty. Also, Onyx, you know, just, like, you should have them, like, make slidable eye patches for your, you know, the eyes. So what I was thinking is they, like, yeah, like you I know was... how Bull Skull ends at the, the, like, nostril part? They took the iron ring and, like, set it on the loops of the bottom part of the nostril, and there's two chains that hang on cups that, like, go into the eyeballs and just, like, cover them. So it's like when they're covered, there's just like chains that hang from the nose ring up to its eyeballs. That is metal as hell. And then I just like kind of reach over and like uncork them and then like two flaming eyes <laughs> in the bull skull. Wait, She's circling for air superiority. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, uh, what's the vertical so Everyone's hiding, like but Briar is out in the open with her loud wings. No, 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 she's hovering, so they're not making that much noise, because she's just in one place, in the in the air. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, she's just, you know, hovering, like, 100 feet in the air. Alright. Can, can Beetlebug see that far in the dark uh, okay so 60 feet I, oh yeah because of her light fuck yeah she can't see shit but she can hear right Oh, as soon as I see the refugees, I don't even think. Like, I just, like, the the one leading the refugees, I'm just going to pounce on him. 
How are you not expecting this? <laughs> you should be able to read our minds. He didn't think we'd wait it out. Holy crap, that's a lot of guards. Nine. I see nine. <laughs> oh, and the captain, okay. Which way, which um, side of the square is the door to the house that Nanox and I are in? Okay. So it turns out most of the guards are in on it. Told you, they all wicked. And the refugees you said are in chains? Okay. I can't click on her token, but I can roll for her. Or you can roll for her. She saw a butterfly and got really distracted. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I'm going... So they're moving towards me, the direction, right? They're like moving this direction. All right, well, I'm gonna ready my bow because I can't see them or what they're doing yet, so I don't know yet if they're bad guys. So I'm just gonna ready my bow to shoot at them if they're taking prisoners or anything. Yeah, same deal. Uh, I'm going to uh, knock an arrow, hold it uh, until I see uh, what uh, what the others on the inside do with, with their assessment. Can't see what what it is. Just hear clumps of clumping feet. So I'm going to stay hidden and and um, uh, hold my action. Um, are there any windows in that house? Is there one facing the refugees and everything? Can I see? I mean, I'm assuming there. Okay, cool. Um, Onox, bad guys. And I am going to, um, I guess, wait, if I can see through the window, maybe I could shoot through the window. Um... 
Fuck it, why not? Uh, let's do... Firebolt. And I'm gonna smack this one. Um, I am gonna move forward a little bit. says game paused. Refreshing. So yeah, I mean, I think I would pick it off from the back. So sure, I'm going for that one, Firebolt. Oh, but before that, I would like to cast Hex as my bonus action. Okay. Um. But I'm sure they're alerted of me, right? Like, they know where I come from. Alright. I'm done. So, I have a vantage, right? Because I don't know I'm here. I wanted to like quickly run out and like stab him. Mm, but if I have a range attack, I have advantage. Okay, then I'll just throw my knife. only from range. Right, I'm gonna throw my knife at um, the one closest to me, so the one um, Demetari tried to kill. Okay, okay, so that would just be, so I'd have sneak attack, so 12 damage. Um, and then I'm gonna stay in the shadows since I don't know where I am. So, I think that's my turn.
She can't see them, right? But she hears us attacking them. Can she fly nice down? Fireball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Looks terrifying. I think, I think uh, she would rage and uh, see what her wild magic does. Well, so how is it her movement and a dash to get down in front of the gate? Okay. Because she could rage and then throw a javelin. Would she be more inclined to rage if her friends got hurt or if she saw refugees? Probably more so, yeah. Yeah, because she sees that, I mean, she probably saw like a fireball and then maybe heard a knife hit. Maybe the guy screamed out. But, I mean, she's just, so right. So she moves down in front of the gate, right? She could throw a javelin. How far away are they from the gate? The lead one's, what, 20 feet? Or she could try to shut the gate so they can't get through. I mean, they have arrows. How tall is the gate? Maybe she can guard the gate? Like yeah. Can... How about, like, she? so can she, like, ready an action to close the gate when Javid and Snow get through? All right, let's do that. All right, so you said the door was here? But I have broken a window, technically. Uh, it's telling me I collide with a wall. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna come out and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Why is everybody swinging? Why are you taking these people? I'm trying not to. I'm, I'm trying to like temper everything down. All right. Good, good try, Onyx. De-escalate. I, I think it's a good idea. I shrug and then stomp the ground and cast Thunderwave in front of me at second level. We tried. Hmm? So it's a 15-foot cube, so intentionally missing the refugees and just blasting all four of these people in front of me.
Constitution saving throw. Thirteen. It's one of the extra spells, so I have to manually roll it. Uh, 15, 10 feet, 10 feet back directly away from me. Do they take damage from getting blown into the wall? Oh, come on. And then, so after stomping the ground, loud thunderous boom, I'm going to pull my longsword, and then with my other hand, uncork the two eyes and just smile at them. Oh, wait, right, so wait, wait, I have a bonus action. <laughs> Oh, no, pull. Okay. All right. That works. No, it's fine. Big kitty. Giant smite. I know it's going to be tight. You are gonna clap. Yeah, is, is this alleyway? Like, when you get like squeezed what? out of the alleyway? Big kitty. That's it. So is the gate closed? Ah, okay. Briar readied in action. She, if you can see Briar, she signaled for you to get inside the gate. Got it. Uh, are there, like, buildings around us and stuff? Kind of. So this is a... Just, just order the Taco Bell. Kind of, kind of an open field where we are, right? All right, can I see the guards from here? Okay. Oh, perfect. Man, Stifle fighting the one above Onyx that I can see.
Oh, I think the uh, yeah the update canceled rolling damages. All right, that's the end of my turn. Are you inside the gate? No, I shot through the gate. Okay. So so you didn't move. I I moved up. Okay, but you're still not inside the gate. Right. Gotcha. Alright. What the hell's going on in there? And I will move. Thirty to the point where I can See. All right. Well, um, the comb kit is covered, so I'm going to uh, target. Uh, the one marked and using sharpshooter, I will uh, fire at said target. That's the one next to Kong Kitty. He's, he's got that covered. And um, Snow and I are, are out in the darkness, right? Um, and then I will uh, take a second shot. Well, we'll see how long that lasts. Nuts. I'm going to move up to the window, like duck my head out real quick, and then try to hit this one with ice knife.
Um, so, uh, you know, if they don't make their saving throw, which is dex of 16, you know, they'll take their cold damage, and then because I hit them, I will use Hex to... Yes. And then the guy that I aimed at, he gets an additional um, necrotic damage from Hex. I don't know if that went through. Okay, there it goes. Yeah, yeah, five cold damage. Yeah, the so the one here that was like my main target, my hex transfers to him, and he's the one that got the um, additional four necrotic damage. My hex still works, right? If like my initial um, spell from last turn didn't hit, like I think. Yeah, because it's supposed to transfer over whenever I choose, I guess, once it's... Alright, I don't know. I think when it dies, though. It's kind of weird. Alright. Okay. And then I'm ducking under the window to, like, be out of sight until my next turn. And then I'm, I'm done. Can this guy see me? Okay. Alright, so I'm gonna like, I don't know, do some cool cartwheel shit to uh, flank with Kong Kitty, and then I'm going to stab um, the guard between me and Kong Kitty. So, um, after 9 damage, is he still alive? Alright, I'm gonna key point and then fury blows. And he's still alive? He's- he- can I- can I cartwheel and hit this guy over here with my last fury blows? I imagine she like cartwheeled, like stabbed, punched, and then cartwheeled and then punched. Oh, that one wouldn't have advantage, so that would just be 19. So, 
Alright, I turn. Can I see where the guard captain went? Or did he hide? Okay. Alright, I'm gonna look at him and be like, your death will not be as peaceful. So, I'm going to use my reaction on the one, on the first one, to make him hit his buddy. So, you guys watch as one of the runes in the back plate of my armor flares up, and the guy who hit, the first guy who hit her, hits his friend to the, that was right next to him instead of Azrael. He was confused. He was told to kill them, but it wasn't specific on who them was, so he ended up killing his buddy. Yeah, you guys watch as the rune <laughs> on my back flashes and then my eyes flash at the same time and the dude just whap, stabs his buddy. Yeah, she'll rage. Where's a little ragey? Okay, oh, yeah. so then she'll just attack. No, definitely, definitely my rage. Does she have advantage? Yeah. Why is the one-handed so much better than the two-handed damage?
How many are left standing? Yeah, all of that's fine. I'm gonna walk right by him and go to the guard captain. Don't no, kill him. We need no, to put I'm the rune in his body. Did Onyx hear that? Oh, I'm busy. Rune in body. We'll put it in Li on living yours. body. We talked about this. I'm gonna grab the guard captain by the throat and just pin him against the wall. Absolutely. gonna punch him. I'm just gonna hold him there and like look at him. Only I well I mean that's that's my attack. I can't do anything else. I only have one attack. I'm gonna try to restrain him and like basically bear hug him to where he can't move. Yeah, no, that's all I'm gonna do. Alright. Seeing the turn of the tide, we'll go 20, 30, 40 feet and say, Alright, throw down your arms. We want we want you alive, not dead. And I will hold an action if they do not throw down their arms uh, and surrender to shoot them. Um, yeah, you know what? Instead, I'm not going to hold an action. I'm going to dash and go and come right up next to Briar. Drawing, drawing my short sword. I would like to firebolt 
moving my hex over to this one. Also firebolting that one. And see how this goes. chance to hex him uh all right uh, i'm done Seventeen. All right, I'm gonna cast shield. See if that changes things. Yeah, twenty-two. Does that hurt? Yeah, after he hits me, the after like I'll take the first one and then I'll cast shield or whatever. Like I'm just casting shield if it changes anything. Yeah, she's going to suck the life out of uh, the remaining guard that's standing in front of her. Uh, uh, yeah, she, I don't think she has advantage, so we'll just do a normal roll. Then I'll, I'll I'll move over, um, see what's going on with the guard captain, and that's the end of my turn. I think she would she start cutting people free. Yeah, she would definitely go save the refugees. I mean, Kong Kitty probably has this under control in her mind, right?
Alright, a lot of things about to happen. Alright, so using Quicken Spell, what, what kind of armor is he wearing? Full plate? Cool. So using Quicken Spell, I'm going to cast Shocking Grasp, and because he's wearing metallic armor, I have advantage. And, uh, and then I'm going to, as my action, I'm going to try to kick his legs out and restrain him, like force him to the ground and restrain him. My body. I'm just His forcing muscles. him to the crown. Is you? Are you like sitting on him? Yeah, I'm like five times the size of this guy. <clears throat> I was thinking more like one hand grabs each of his arms, and I got a knee in his back, like face to the ground type situation. Do you have rope? Could you hog tie him? You know, like the police hog tie. I mean, I do have rope as adventuring gear. Yeah, why don't you hog tie him? You know, like, have you ever seen it? Like, this is dating myself, but on cops, right? Where they like put their knee in their back and then they like grab their legs and their hands and they like tie, they like hog tie it, tie the. Sure, I'll try that. Have you never seen that? No one ever seen that? It's funny. That's good job. Saw the dog, like when they took the dogs on him. Can I just kick him and knock him out? So that would make us not initiative. Yeah, I just want to like, just want to like heel kick him and knock him unconscious. Yeah, that was a fun one. I hope yeah. you enjoyed your last day with your 